Well, guys, we are finally back after a unpaid YouTube two-week vacation. Not kidding. I was actually unpaid for two weeks. But yeah, we know you said something toxic. I I, I didn't. You know, I love black people. I love all of them, actually. So yeah, we're finally back. You just tell them the toxic thing you said. Hmm. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what you did to get yourself banned, but I, <laughs> I imagine you won't tell us because you're you're you know the embarrassment was just too. What did you even say to get dropped? No, it was actually they flagged an older video, like an older one. Then what did you say? On it wasn't an actual video; it was a stream. So I ended up uh privatizing all those like game streams just in case because I one more just like you now because now now we're both in the same boat one more one more you know <laughs> vacation and we're on vacation for a long 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 time so oh, yeah like you. so yeah until around August I can't really do much I, I'm gonna have to change like a bunch of things up around until August comes but guys time to explain all of that right now let's go What is going on, everybody? This is the Nightwing Podcast, Season 11, Episode 10. We have not had an episode of the Nightwing Podcast in two weeks. As you guys know, it's one of my favorite shows to do on the channel. And yeah, we're going to be making some changes, obviously, like I mentioned before. Uh, I didn't mention this stuff on the Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast last night with Chaz, only because uh, I just kind of wanted to make sure everyone just you know had a nice little homecoming uh, for us when we got back. And yeah, so basically, uh, we can't really do as much like we used to because uh, one more vacation and it's kind of like, you know, lights out. And I really don't want that to happen because I have spent the latter half of eight years of my life, nine years of my life doing this. So I would not like to have it all just ripped away. Um, but when I'm able to have the strikes removed, I will be able to put all my content on like rumble and odyssey as a backup because they're able to back up all your content and i recommend everyone do that too make a rumble and odyssey account to back up like all your videos just in case anything ever did happen well at least you have all your videos you might be on a platform no one really watches but at least you have all your videos so that's still a, a pretty nice thing to have there too um we're only going to just be doing the podcast and the watch parties and um the uh re regular pre-recorded content that we do so yeah no game streams until around august actually so that's pretty much it about that um yeah that, there's there's nothing really else much to to go over uh i've been just really busy lately i've been getting some dc stuff um yes uh was it sunday yeah today's sunday or, right maybe how about this uh just Toned it down with the language. Oh, yeah. We have to be brain-dead, literal NPCs. No, I'm not even kidding. Uh, no, not uh, too much cussing. Uh, politics stuff is 
not okay. So there's certain politics things you can't talk about. Like, you know, just, just avoid politics. Like Decepticons, like males in disguise. Yeah, YouTube doesn't like when you talk about those people. I don't like the people. I'm not trying to censor nobody. I don't personally care, but YouTube does. And until uh, I'm literally off probation, we're gonna be so deep in movies and all this shit that we are not gonna be mostly talking about that stuff. Now I told people before these, everyone's gonna know the stuff going in. Um, but yeah, I went to Barnes and Nobles on Sunday with Lennon's sister, and I I got the first three uh books of uh demon slayer actually you know it's crazy you know people have been saying because we're a lot the last time we talked we were talking about buying comic, comic book books and stuff dude barnes and nobles really has a small i'll say small uh marvel and dc section image dark horse all that stuff put in to put it together into one and most of it is just batman superman wonder woman justice league then for Marvel, it's basically like Black Panther, Black Widow. They had like one Static Shock book. They had a few like Nightwing books, but I I had already owned those. Oh, Nightwing Fear State Volume Four is out, so I can get that in my in hardcover form. But I managed to. So for Batman, I didn't really want to get stuff for Batman because I own a lot of stuff for Batman actually. But I got this. Everyone knows I love me some hardcovers. Look how beautiful that looks in that artwork, though. Look how man, that looks fucking great. Written uh with Tom King, hell yeah, that's, that's, that's the dude right there, Tom King, right there. Look at that, beautiful. This collects Batman Killing Time issues one through six. The reason why I like hardcovers more is because um you get all the issues all at once. I'm not really a huge fan of buying floppies because the reason why I'm buying floppies Maybe is I don't not. really like so the you, floppies. So you like so you like the omnibuses? Mm-hmm. I like hardcovers more because you get it all at once because you basically. And, and it's cheaper too because each floppy is like four ninety nine. Four ninety nine times five is what like twenty five bucks of taxes anyways. When you factor in all the, all the fees and stuff, might as well just wait and buy in the hardcover. It's gonna be thirty bucks. It's like it's gonna come out to what thirty three ninety two probably with taxes, and you're pretty much good to go. And you're not waiting week to week. The only floppies I'm buying right now is uh, through Iron Man. Iron Man, the Invincible Iron Man, like I told you before. That's on issue number six right now. I just ordered issue number six. It should be in this week. Um, there and then, then there's I am Iron Man. You're the only is, one reading uh, Midman. And then there is I am Iron Man, which is a collection of his favorite stories throughout history, kind of like uh, retold, but not for a modern audience. Because you tell me you're telling you're retelling my story for a modern audience, I'm not buying your shit. So that that's coming in for DC. I got the new Teen Titans book that I told you I was, I was, I was going to buy it. I told you I was, was going to get it. I, I ordered it. Uh, it's coming in. It, it should be here the same time as the Iron Man stuff. And I got the – let me go to my eBay orders. I got Green Arrow, Dawn of DC, issue number one. So that's what I ended up getting. So I was going to – and next week when I – not this week, but the next week when I get paid – I'm going to get the Shazam Dawn of DC issue. I was going to get the Superman one, but I was like, man, they're trying to charge me a little too much for that one. But um, for manga, I was going to read, I was going to have the moral arc. So I was going to start reviewing the moral arc for Dragon Ball Super because everyone knows I like to do things in order. Um, but everyone pretty much has watched Dragon Ball Super already. I'm still going to review Dragon Ball Super. We're, so for an anime project, they're not, doing, they're not doing that moral art. No, like I'm gonna read it, 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to review each book. Man, the moral arc, they try, try to charge up the ass for that first book. Dude, on, on Amazon, they were trying to charge like 30 books for volume 10. I was like, okay. I, I literally have. Not, they, they already skipped over that arc. They're not doing it. Oh, because I, I read. Um, Did you read the Dragon Ball chapter on Shonen Jump? It's free. You can go read it. Guess what? Guess what these greedy fucks at Dragon Ball did, dude? I'm not even kidding. Guess what these greedy fucks did? They literally copied and pasted the Dragon Ball superhero movie scene. You know, you know how when Vegeta's saying that they're actually about as strong as Jiren, but their minds just aren't strong enough yet. They have to kind of yeah. a bit more. They literally copy and pasted their whole scene. The only thing that's different in the dialogue is that Vegeta includes gas. Um, and granola, a part of their part of the villains he was talking about. Yeah, that's it. I I shit you not, guys. They're doing the exact same thing. I hated about the Dragon Ball Super anime when it came back. Why are they retelling shit we've already seen? That's a wait, 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 I knew they were gonna do was it. Was it retelling or just no, reusing it's animation? All copy and pasted. It's pretty much copy and pasted. There's um, there's like one thing different. I think there's like one character missing. That's it. It's really the it's really the exact same thing. Even Piccolo, he summons Shinron to have Shinron unlock his potential. Shinron does it. Wait, Shinron, wait, 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 wait. You're saying this is a super arc mm -hmm. in the manga. Right. Copy and paste oh. it. Well, I mean, that I is I told you we're gonna do that. I told you. Well, okay. Dude, and guess what did the Broly movie? You know what they did? They fast forward through it. They basically all the Broly events happen. They just fast forward through it. They basically go, Broly's dad was Paragus. He came. I mean, Broly, uh, compared Vegeta, to the Goku. anime, I really don't have no much issue with that, personally, because they were, they was at some, now, they're doing it different, different, because usually the manga, uh, up, adapt, what are you doing, buddy? Because usually the manga adapts the, um, yeah, material first, and then the anime does it. But we know with Super, they, from jump, insanely rushed that shit, and was way ahead of the manga and didn't really have any material to work with. So they kind of had to, you know, come up with their own shit. I mean, I'm not sure them kind of retelling the super arc because it's like you need that arc mainly in the manga to justify, get, you know, Gohan getting this, getting his due. Because, I mean, what else in the manga right now up until the super arc, you go in the super manga up until the arc really like shows Gohan some respect. Because, you know, that move really elevated Gohan and Piccolo. So you needed that for the manga. The only thing that's different in the dialogue. Anime and, um, anime no, you do, and you, you I'll, I'll send you a link to it. You can read it. It'll, it'll take you like less than less than 10 minutes. I'm going to send you a link to it. It's, it's free. All you do is just drag your mouse cursor over and you just fast forward through it. Because I'll, I'll, I'll send there reading it slowly like something was going to happen, but no, nothing was going to happen. It's the same shit. There's, a, there's key differences in dialogue if, if you'll well, there? It. I mean, because, it because you know, it's just like in the Goku Black arc where his hair a is not slight different. Gold. Yeah, th there is slight differences. So Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's expected. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, so in the movie, Vegeta just says Jiren. 
in the manga, Vegeta references all the villains that they fought in the manga up to that point. Also, Shinron says that he added in a little bit of extra. Because Piccolo goes, I didn't know I had this much power. Shinron goes, I threw in a little bit of extra. He didn't say that in the movie. That's different, though. You know? Because people forget, Piccolo was pretty much worthless after they started becoming Super Saiyans. Like, once he became Super Saiyans, after he became a super Namekian, he became just really worthless. Not really. I mean, he trained Goten and Trunks, trained Gohan. Trained. Trained. Yeah. Uh, if, if it yeah. wasn't for they got he literally trained those Saiyans. In Dragon Ball Super, he could have beaten certain characters, but they kind of just cut him. And he's training Pan. Training. I mean, he's oh, doing a Lord. lot for his I mean, he's training majority of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's training all their all training up most of their uh training up all their kids and stuff. Oh, dude. Uh Alfred, you don't watch One Piece. Last night people were getting into a debate about yeah. Tachi yeah. and Luffy's brother, but you don't watch One Piece. I forgot. I watched One Piece up until that point or a little bit after that point. So I I know what they're talking about. Oh not, my goodness. Not so clear of mid piece. What? Epic piece? Peak piece? That shit mid, man. Have you seen that, that man? One thing about One Piece that I can't get into, man, that art style, that shit bothers the fuck out of me. <laughs> you got, like, the pirate dudes with the fucking big-ass bodies. No, uh, no, the big-ass torsos and the no, small-ass No, that, that, that was actually supposed to be what, what he wanted. He wanted the pirates to look like the pirates that you would probably envision in your mind. Fat, overweight, no teeth, yellow. <laughs> they got guns. Know. I don't envision I, I don't he's, envision he's pirates with big ass and uh small ass uh baby legs. They the the no of what what show Misty? The, those pirates, yeah. those pirates yeah. in one piece got those um all right, they work out the upper body, but they don't work out the legs. That's what they have. Oh, I, I need to start Demon Slayer. I'm what's the last one piece chapter I read? Oh, I forgot. Honestly, Villain Saga. I'm, I'm no, I've never watched Villain Saga. Um, K-Dot said Demon Slayer at all. I I do want to get in that Spy X family. I saw a fight scene on TikTok. What's that show? Fire Force. You said was good. You said Fire Force is really good. They had manga for that too. Nah, I didn't finish that. But Fire Force is is a technically a prequel to Soul Eater. Uh, what else anime is there? There's Seven Deadly uh, anybody Sins. Anybody Soul Eater fan, you know, check out Fire Force. So there's Seven Deadly Sins. Um, and as you guys know, manga, like, hey, I don't care if people don't like it. I don't care. I It's basically Japanese complex anyways to begin with. So people have said, why do they charge more? All right, so with manga, most of the money, the reason why they charge for it, first of all, these books are bigger than your average, like, I think, 20-page floppy or whatever. Second of all, the books inside don't have color. Everyone ever notice that? There's a reason why they don't have color. Color in, in printing is a lot of money. Like, I'm not even kidding. People still think it's kind of like so like a lot of money. No, it's a lot of money. There's a reason why just the front and the back are colored. There's a reason for that. Okay. And since they don't charge you color with all these different pages, right? Or maybe here, you're just racist and you like your books like that with no color. Yeah, it, it doesn't really bother me. I you get over that shit and like once you read a few issues, you get over that. Oh Lord. I mean yeah, anybody, like, anybody who's getting into manga should know that there's no color. On none of the pages that you're reading, there's color in the front and back, and uh, special. Um, don't they do like um, 
it's like those variant covers for comics. Yeah. Where they're yeah. not yeah, in the if you were looking through a manga, they might have little little variant covers and stuff. Huh. So guys, we're gonna probably do this as a uh average Tuesday thing on my day off because right now currently I have to work six days for a little bit. So uh Tuesday morning, we're gonna have a nightwing podcast, and on Tuesday night we'll have a nightwing podcast. I do have to uh kind of catch up for all the weeks that I've missed for the show. So since I've been gone for two weeks, I have to te- technically make up like four, like yeah, two weeks worth of episodes, which is pretty much just uh four, four episodes, right? So for every week, we would usually do like two episodes. So since I've missed two weeks, I have to do four episodes, right? So right now, uh, we'll do epi- one episode on Tuesday in the morning, which is going to go for, like, whatever. Because I told Kate that the timing on the podcast is going to change. We don't have to do, like, a- anything super long. Anything that pretty much over an hour is fine, relatively anyway. I wanted to also get into the habit of going over news topics and clipping them out like John Campia does and just throwing them out, you know? Because there was a lot of news that came up. The ones you got to see today are some absolute bangers. And you just play YouTube? No, he... Oh, dude, even uh, you know, you know how he said he's not gonna do the clips anymore because yeah. uh, his audience didn't like that. Guess what he did? I want you to just guess what he did about the clips. He deleted them all. No, he put them up again. He literally said, "I'm not doing clips anymore of his production style the way he liked." He said he liked it, and the videos got a lot of views. Why did people hated it? Because it wasn't in a live format. Which I told him was, but he claimed that. All the videos did record-breaking views from his point of view. It's like, who cares what the audience says then? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, Wait, wait. Do they just want to interact with him while the video is playing? Oh, okay. So he canceled the, li- the live stream because he said 20% of his audience wasn't actually watching the live stream live. They were just mostly listening to it when they got home. As You, you know, you just watched the replay. Or when oh, they did so watch it live. Oh, away live streams. Yeah, just that, just that one. Okay, the then I understand. Okay, show. okay. Because that makes sense. If a small portion of his audience is watching it live, live the way he wants, and that's not really generating you all the revenue that it is, I, I mean, that makes sense to me. But then again, the show would peak at like I mean, fifty thousand views. He's, look, he's getting more views on his streams than most average YouTubers. He's <laughs> well, because my my thing here, be happy, be happy. My, my thing here is even if your live stream caps out at like fifteen thousand views live. His shows would get like 40k after it's like over. So, right. like just for me, I didn't really know what the big issue was. Like you're okay, you have like five thousand, three thousand people watching you in this, which is really good. Mm-hmm. And the stream, stream will hit like nine thousand, ten thousand views. That's fine. After the stream's over, your shit's peaking at like 40k. I think that's good. I mean, but for you know, with, with people like him, it's numbers need to be bigger for him than the people like us, right? Numbers for me, I don't really care what the numbers are. Right. But for people like him, he needs like those big numbers. So after that, he's I mean, saying, I can understand. I, I told you, I give me, I don't yeah. get me wrong. I understand. It's just like many companies, you know, they want, you know, straight like for streaming, mm-hmm. you know, they want more viewers, more and more, 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 more. But yeah. sometimes there's a cap. Sometimes it's just, it is what it is. And they might put out a new show that gets somebody in, but it's just like you I, already as is. Let's say if I put out a streaming service and it, you know it only got like ten subscribers, yeah, HBO Max probably got over uh, five hundred thousand subscribers, right? Mm-hmm. And 
it's just like it, it's like I don't really don't want to hear HBO Max complaining about man. When where's my subscribers at? It's like, dude, shut up. I got ten, you got five hundred thousand. Be fucking happy. I get it, you want more, but you know, be fucking happy. <laughs> yeah, because like for for me, when it comes to those kind of big businesses like Warner Bros. and Disney and like all them, I. I imagine just small growth is good because anything that's like sub basement or right factor in, there's always going to be a cap to how much people sub and watch in general. You're, you're going to see small growth here and there. It's kind of like the gym. You know, you first start going to the gym, you don't see much growth, but over time you see like little small growth. People, even when they go to the gym, aren't even looking for like the biggest gains initially. It's like, hey, I see small growth here and there. So yeah, what happened to him, that, so what happened, you know, was he stopped, he announced he would stop doing the main John Campion show live. Mm-hmm. Then he went into this because he he was still put out the clips though, and the clips he said got a lot of views, but his fans were he said his fans were like really really against that, so he just went to just doing his podcast in audio form, and then he said he wasn't gonna do the live audio clips anymore, and then I was like, okay, but then he just started putting out live audio clips yesterday. I was like, because it because that would make sense. So if if, it, if they're doing good view numbers for what you deem as good view numbers. Then who cares what the audience says? Like literally, it got, I, I mean, that's just what it is. If they don't like it, they don't gotta watch. That's what you gotta tell them. If you don't like it, you don't gotta watch it. Just what Frost Garen said, just in a much better way, because that lady's just a moron. But uh Flash, yeah, Kate up was gonna watch the Flash last night, but yeah, that screening was. I mean, when I put on my video saying it was a success, it was a success as far as the risk, the reactions from it and the amount of people that went. My theater was packed. We probably had over like 300 people in there. And that was already the problem itself. Like they knew ahead of time the amount of people they can fit inside, right? Mm-hmm. Which is cool. They have priority seating and then it's general seating. I got general. It was free. Even the priority tickets are, are free too. But I think those are for like the celebrities and the TikToker, TikTokers and stuff, so, social media influencers, right? And um, I got there, uh, you know, relatively kind of early. Uh, yeah, I got there kind of early, not too early. But when I got there, I was like, why'd you just have us sit here for an hour when you could have just had somebody, one of your employees or two of them, just to make it easy, walk down the line, count the people compare the number of people to your seats and say, okay, we have um, only 100 seats. We can only fit 100 people. Then tell the other 200 people to go to fuck home. Like, it's that simple. Like, if you have 100 seats to get, I understand it's free tickets. They want to make sure they get as much people there as they can, which is cool. But do, to, do one or two things. Well, do both these things. Cap your tickets at a certain number. Like, okay, let's say you got 100 uh, seats. Cap your tickets at 150 or something, right? Or one or 140. They had, we had probably 300 people in there, and it was a wild amount. Uh, a lot of people walked away, you know, um, sad, you know, I wanted to see the flash. I got my June 12th tickets, but, you know, I was just, that whole situation could have been handled a lot better. Um it could have it could have been handled. It should have been handled better. Like that was totally unacceptable. Yeah, people waiting for an hour. Like, and mind you, 
Uh, there's a lot of people who say you, sh- you show up to a fan screen is like seven to six hours early. I ain't showing up to no fucking theater seven to six. I love watching movies, but I ain't I ain't that uh, desperate to watch mm-hmm. no damn movie. Uh, showing up seven or six hours early, like most of us got jobs and places to be and shit to do. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I left at least. I got there at least thirty minutes earlier, like thirty minutes before the. No. It wasn't even 30 minutes. No, it was an hour before. I got there an hour before. Because the movie uh, comes out, what, June 16th, right? Yeah. Yeah, so if we're looking at it right now, that's actually really early for a fan screening. That's really early. There are like one, two, three, four. No, no. Like well, my five weeks ahead my, of doing yeah. this. They're actually, I think they should have pushed it. I think they should have did it like they did the Batman screening earlier last year. Put it on a Monday, like a week before it comes out. That's what they should have did. Well, mind you, they're like five crazy. weeks ahead of this. Yeah. Not even kidding. Yeah, because they confident. This is this is confidence. They they got oh, it. Oh yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. And uh, mind you, they took out so none of these screenings have the post credit scenes, which is good. They're they're being smart about this movie. They need to start doing that with almost all these screenings of these movies, especially the big tempo movies, Marvel movies. Um, just you know, taking out the post credit scenes and just leaving the re- leaving the movie as is. Two so far, two people got arrested yesterday. For trying to spoil the movie and record it, what I wouldn't say they got arrested, but they got escorted out by security at the main. I told you about that. People want to see the mid credit scenes. It's really just mid credit scenes to see which of the universes got erased, how it really pans out, how it ends, to see the future. That's it. I mean, I'm well. I'm curious. I'm curious to see if they change the post any of the post credit scenes because. You already had post credit scenes set up, you know, before James Gunn came out. I wonder what James Gunn had them film in place of it. I don't think it's going to be something like it revealing who the new Superman is, obviously, because they're still casting it. But it's probably going to show Ezra Miller running to the new soft rebooted universe that he's going yeah. to and show some familiar faces like, you know, you might see Peacemaker, you, Amanda Waller. Um, yeah. Uh, who, who else is sticking around? Yeah, the only, only people I know who are for sure sticking around is Amanda Waller. Everyone else is up in the air. But yeah, Amanda Waller is very guaranteed. People probably want to see the moment where he goes back, saves the universe, goes and talks to Ben Affleck's Batman, oh, gives good. him no, a no. picture of his parents that are gives him the note that you know his dad wanted him to have or whatever or something. Because I that's what I think would happen, but I don't know if that's going to happen in the movie. Honestly, that's how Flashpoint really culminates. You know, Flash giving Batman that you know letter that his dad wanted to have. Well, then- well, maybe, maybe the original post credit scenes that was filmed under Walter Hamada are so vague of what the future might be that James could James Gunn could easily use it. Like, let's say the post credit scene is him running to a universe, and it's a character that he kept. Amanda Waller and I don't know yeah. he passes by her, mm-hmm. which shows like okay some hint of like what's to come. So maybe maybe they filmed a vague ass post credit scene that can because think about it. Well, peace out, nerd man. Have a good day, dude. When James Gunn came in, they said they're using the Flash uh, to reboot. Now, mind you, it's like okay, mm-hmm. how could you you know okay you can use this a reboot, but the original this reboot was originally built for another universe. That Watchmen wanted to do, 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you have to reshoot some stuff and probably change. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It might be one of those studio things where it, it, it reboots, but it kind of reboots in a direction that they thought they were going in, only to just kind of ignore maybe what happens right there and just do the other thing. I mean, it, it might. That's what I say. It could be a post-credit scene that's still connected to the yeah. original plan, but I but for James Gunn to come in and use it as a reboot, the Ooh. post-credit scene must be so vague on what the reboot actually leads to. That you can put that anybody can come in and say, Oh, this is a snipe, this is a reboot to start the Snyderverse again. Yeah, this is a reboot to start up a Marvel versus DC verse, or this is a reboot to start a DC anime verse where fucking Goku and Superman are gonna be uh jacking each other off. Like, I don't know. But great. I think that, I think the post-credit scenes are gonna be very Vague and not sh- really show too much. I guess you know what I, they probably did. Maybe I, what they did, they pr- probably pulled a David of Sandberg where they forced him to just kind of film random post credit scenes that are gonna really just mean nothing. It could be doing that. That's what I, I really didn't like about what it felt like watching Shazam for the Gods is that they put in post credit scenes. That movie did not need post credit scenes. Everyone knew this universe was getting rebooted. You're not gonna see these characters in the same capacity that you saw in this movie. Why is there post credit scenes here? And the ones that you watch are worthless. They're really worthless. For, and that's my bad idea already. Shazam joining Shazam joining the JSA. Really? Yeah, and then he said he didn't he didn't want to be a part. Well, there was a story. Well, you remember that story where he hooked up with Stargirl? And then oh, and, yeah. then, and then Flash told him, Yeah, man, you're kind of a you know, you you're a kid, but you're like an adult. Stargirl's still young. That was a weird story. But hey, you know. How old was Courtney in that story? Was she a teenager? Courtney's, let's see, she started out as a sophomore, senior, senior. So she's like a senior, I imagine, by season three. Has to be. No, no, I no. Mean, in the in comic where her and uh, I don't remember all the stars and stripes. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, geez, I don't remember. But technically, since he's like 17 and she's like 18, and so yeah. so when he puts his fat, nice, well, long she, she didn't, she didn't know his, uh, she didn't know his identity. She didn't know it was a, he was a teenager. When um Billy told her like we can't be together anymore. Hey man, he was trying to get Wonder Woman in trouble in that movie. He was trying to get her in trouble. <laughs> Wonder Woman was like, no, I'm not, I'm not into kids because you better not be. That's how you go to the FBI's most wanted list. That man, I mean, that kid is I mean, about eight, to get her eight, in jail. Age is age is only a number to somebody that's been alive over three thousand years. Oh my lord, she's old enough. I mean, she wouldn't years. fuck a, she wouldn't fuck no like elementary, you know, middle, like elementary middle, but she'll fuck a high schooler. Wonder Woman would fuck a high schooler. Age don't mean nothing to her. I'm sorry. You don't. You, like, you, you won't be, a, you, you, if you a god, yeah, gods fuck anything. Hmm. I mean, Loki literally had a, um, why do I have to see this on your timeline every single time? Guys, always why I see these people, so can I retweet these people? Because, I see them. Because Someone has to do it, and someone has to uh, someone has to share their opinions to the world, and I need you to see it too. Exactly. You know, because they they be saying some beautiful shit, man. The only reason why I see these complete morons is because K Dot retweets them. Yep. Zack Snyder fixed the injustice story by having Superman <laughs> controlled by anti life, so I don't know why anyone would have a problem with that. Um, let me show you what this guy said. Oh my god! You just have to question and wonder: Do these do these people have brains? 
do this do you have a brain at all does it function properly does fluid go through that thing do cells produce at a consistent rate holy crap hold on because i actually replied to it uh last night i also want to show you some of those too <laughs> so i opened up uh max today right mm-hmm. that's not what i wanted to show you what hold the on. heck Uh, anything Zach does, they hate. Fix it, made it worse, made it perfection. It doesn't matter. They love his work, as evidenced by everyone biting his style, and then real DC praising it. They won't give him credit. What is it? What? Oh my god. Oh yeah. Okay. Because we, because maybe we're bored of Superman being evil slash mind control slash need needed slash killed off. That's. Oh, okay. That's that's still worded pretty badly. The first two words in your tweet are the reason. <laughs> this goes to show you how you can tell the person never, never even bothered reading or even looking up what injustice was. Zach did not make the injustice story. He didn't fix it because the injustice story is told over what, like seven, six books. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, that's why I'm trying to find find the image. This guy literally self admitted that he doesn't read. Uh, he doesn't read uh, comics. Yeah, like, what you- I'm trying to find the exact screenshot. He could be trolling, but it was just funny that he said this. I imagine they don't, dude. A lot of these guys, they even said the first time they've ever seen Superman be something that they actually liked was Zack Snyder's version of him. Yeah, I, I remember do. last night. Oh, I I can't remember the tweet. I think he might have deleted it, but I remember the one you. I remember the one he uh you screenshotted. I think where he admitted. Wait, I don't have to, you know, consume. Comics or movies around the character before he's the character. I I can just go on Wikipedia to look at uh to look at the quick notes of the characters. Like, do I'm be honest with you? There, I still got a bunch of Superman comics. I still got to read, but I can I can guarantee you this: there is no Superman comic in existence where Superman is as Clark Kent lets a tornado kill his father. I can guarantee you, there's a comic where uh. Batman, if he was a if he was a killer, hmm. wouldn't kill. Uh, well, actually, no. Because hmm. Batman, in those Batman comics, where Batman actually kills, he does kill. The Dark Knight Returns is iffy. The Dark Knight Returns is iffy because he does kill. But he and he later in the comic he calls guns a coward's weapon because he he yeah dude these people said that Batman killed the Joker in the Dark Knight Returns now I know for sure you ain't watching I know you didn't watch those movies and I know you didn't read that book Wait, the Dark Knight Returns yeah 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 the one I mean, where, who killed him in the movie well yeah Joker killed himself yeah like Joker in the book it's more ambiguous but if you watch I don't know the how movie, the fuck he did that this is how do you just self snap your neck. Good lord, oh, good lord! And not even I can. I mean, you can probably do that, but he literally snapped his own neck. I didn't know anybody could do that. Like, and he didn't even he didn't even use his hand to do it. He just twisted his neck and just broke his neck. Gosh, that man's a demon. Oh, oh they. Oh, oh, look at this! I want to show you that this too because this this just got posted about a, a couple hours ago before he started going live. Because Zach, everyone, Zach Snyder is. Kind of like what Trump did. He started. He kind of went to his own social media website for the truth. Right here, so Zack Snyder 
Obviously, he's gonna get an IMAX training as a Hollywood director. He oh, that's not real. That's not real. That's, not real. he's trolling. That's not real. No, that's not real. He's trolling. Uh, it was people. Oh, it was, no, 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 no. It was the Gotham. <laughs> this guy is funny. Mm. He be doing these fucking Photoshop edits. Those that dude is so funny. Let me show you. The yeah, original. yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I like it. Oh god. This I don't think that's good. real. Yeah, guy. Yeah, no way he would ever self admit that ever. Hashtag Snyderverse, though. <laughs> no, no. What, that's what he's gonna say. He's gonna say, um, uh, "I like the." F- I know, and uh, like, I'm being legitimate. I think he will like the Flash. I mean, he he like. Not, I'm not saying. I imagine you got a chance to see it early, guys. He's yeah. still a Hollywood director. He still has massive connections with a lot of these people. And don't I'm get it twisted. Some of these people in Hollywood. What they say on the surface does not reflect a lot of things they do in their personal life ever, for the most part. And I, I I'm not saying he, he, you know, because he, he did say on Twitter at one, he liked one one eighty four. He's not look. He can be petty, but he can still at least appreciate his uh, peers, you know, like work and stuff, and say, mm-hmm. okay, I like one eighty four. I like didn't hear him say if he likes Shazam or Shazam two. He probably doesn't. It's, it's too it's too bright and colorful for him. But yeah, this is the person that Rizzy posted it. This shit had me dying. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh, and also, the Flash tickets have gone live, everybody. So you can go ahead and get your... Ooh! And they released the official IMAX poster for the Flash. So if y'all want to go get y'all tickets right now, I got my tickets for the June 12th screening. Did you get your tickets for the June 12th screening? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go watch it. Well, wait, when does it come out? June 16th? So let me see what day that is. June 15th? Uh, since we're not having game streams you, on you Thursday, should. I'll probably in, in, end up going on Thursday. Actually, we're not gonna have any game streams for a little bit, so we have a little you bit extra to go watch movies. June twelfth screening. I'll see if our Cinemark has it. I like, I like the Chinese, I like the Chinese poster better. Yeah. This one's right. I mean, one but second, yeah. guys. Uh, tickets are now live, so if anybody wants to get some tickets, y'all better go ahead and get them now. I wonder. Let me see if that shit sold out on mine now. Has to be. That shit probably. All right, let me let me look up just a screening. That's why I'm glad I'm be watching it uh, on the 19th and the 12th. So I'll watch it on the 12th right before my cruise. I'm gonna watch it on the 19th after I get back from my cruise. Are you gonna take me so I I, I can spit Riz and all those girls on there? No, nah, I'm taking my girlfriend. I'm not taking you, fucker. Why would you not? Why, why would you not take me so we can have hot banging gay sex? Because and clean your asshole, and I'll probably take you. My asshole has got the spokes, the rims all looking good too. All right, uh, this is my theater. Let's just you know take a look and see. What's sold out? So this IMAX or laser. Oh, yeah. So we were supposed to watch it in IMAX, too. 6.30 showing. Okay. Still early. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. This doesn't prove nothing, y'all. You know, the tickets, they're going to they gonna get sold out, guys. DC's, you know, mm-hmm. DC's going to get that W. 10 p.m. All right, guys. It doesn't mean nothing just because it's three people, you know. DC three people. Get that w. <laughs> Three people. All right, guys. <laughs> Five people so far. But you know, it's still early in the morning. It's uh, 9.07 a.m. in the morning. We still got time. <laughs> I expected that shit to be already sold out. But it's it's still early in the morning. 
And mind you, that's SF. But you guys, I guarantee y'all, my fan screening, that shit was that shit was sold out. I mean, it was so sold out, I couldn't get into it. That's how long the line was. Oh, Man, you, you wanna know a fucked up thing that happened to me while I was uh sitting in that line? So I'm scrolling through Twitter, right? There's two people right behind me, a couple. Um, I'm scrolling and I'm I'm like going through. This image comes up of this girl <laughs> licking this dude's asshole. <laughs> right as I'm scrolling, and then these people are right behind me, and I they, you know how you you know you people are kind of looking at what you're looking at, yeah, but they're not looking at you, but you know they're looking, and I'm like, oh shit. They saw me, they they saw this girl. That shit was hot too. They saw this girl over here tonguing down this dude's asshole, and you know she just got the meat and she's going. She's a then, job, man. That's a wife material right there. That's a girl you take on your fucking mom. You marry that girl right there. They didn't say nothing, but I know they saw it. I know they saw it. I blew they. I blew their minds. <laughs> but at least oh they got because they didn't get to see the Flash movie, so <laughs> they got to see that. Oh my god. Uh, geez, man. Well, the Flash is finally here. It's crazy because like movies been delayed so many times. Ezra Miller's stuff, man. It's finally here, and it's gonna be like the end of an era. Cause like after Aquaman, it's it's over. It's finished. We're gonna be on something new. I don't know. Blue Beetle counts for the new universe. That that's kind of still to be remain. But even after the Flash, you have Blue Beetle coming out. Oh, third trailer for the Flash is incoming. A third trailer? Oh, what is a third trailer for? Oh shit, they not played around. <laughs> Did They're you really see promoting the- this movie? Yeah, this movie's getting promoted hard, actually. I mean, dude, dude I, I'm, have- I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I think this movie's going to do more than Black Panther in the box office. Didn't Black, Black Panther, Panther like did a lot? No, not Black- the second one. The first one. Oh, the second one. That's what I meant. Black right Panther there. was the highest grossing solo. MCU film ever, like literally ever. <laughs> I think it's gonna do more numbers than um. Well, the not, other accolade I don't really count um, No Way Home since that's a Spider Verse movie. It was the seventh biggest domestic opening movie ever in U.S. history. Seventh. Yeah. That's this. That is impressive. Well, to be fair, Black Panther. It was released also. That's why Disney did it better with the first Black Panther marketing. They released it in Black History Month. At least the second one in November around Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I don't understand why they the they didn't they didn't capitalize like they should. That, that, that's the thing. Uh, these companies need to learn how to like capitalize. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at it, it's kind of almost strategic the way the Flash is happening, right? Yeah. I wish the series finale of Flash ended maybe a week before the Flash movie come came out mm-hmm. because. Whether the finale ends bad or not, that that's, that does not say nothing about the Flash movie itself. It's totally different. People working on both things, but just imagine you have fans of that show. They're still fans of it, right? And they see, oh, dang, the Flash is ending next week. The Flash movie's coming out. Like more Flash content. Great segue. That's why same thing. I hope it for Superman and Lois. You know, if they ended, if if they if it does get another season, a season four. And they end up, um, you know, stretching it, right? You can have Superman Lois season four be the final season, and it right the week before Superman Legacy comes out, have it segue into it. Because you're going to bring the fans of Superman over to your Superman movie. 
Mm-hmm. Especially people that that probably just seen Superman and Lois that never liked Superman. And that show probably got them to finally like the character. They're going to be like, I need some Superman content. And then they go watch Superman Legacy. Yeah, some of them might say, man, try no Tyler Hoechlin. He's the real Superman. This James Gunn Superman trash. But, you know, you're going to get some butts in the seats. You got to capitalize. Yeah. Like, you you got you to gotta be strategic. Mm. Yeah, because people have been saying that the industry, if the industry doesn't like David Zaslav. I think David Zaslav did pretty much all the right decisions so far, you know? Because as much yeah, as people didn't I mean, want... As far as, as far as getting killing that debt, yeah. But... Yeah. I think I think how it's going to work is, especially DC Studios, since they're separate, people don't really like, the people that's working don't really like Zazlab, but they like James Gunn. So they'll come work with James Gunn because it's a totally separate division. Yeah, he answers as Zazlab, but James is still his own boss, and so is Peter. So I think these separate divisions that they are have created, they'll probably be down to work with the people that runs those divisions. Yes, they all work under Zazlab, but still, they still have their own set of control Mm-hmm. For their respective division, so you won't have the vi- the division that works on you know gaming for WB interfering mm-hmm. with uh, DC Studios or DC Studios interfering with WB Games. It's totally separate things, totally separate leaderships. So yeah, I, I, I'm not not saying Zazav isn't doing some good things. Now, I'm not saying he's doing. I think some, he's good uh, at making the harsh decisions, though, because when when he first came in, people were like, "I don't know how he's gonna fix everything." Well, you're gonna have to d- try because what people people have this like doom and gloom thing of like, "Well, it's always been bad, so it'll always just be bad." And, and I get for like some things that's gonna apply for a lot of these companies, but to get the company to be a little bit more better than what it was, he had to rearrange it. Like, and he, he even said priority was DC. Everyone knows Warner Brothers DC. That's that's their biggest thing. And he yeah. went and just rerouted it. A lot of people were unhappy about the background decision. I still don't think he should have just canned it. I would have just honestly just put it out. But the thing here, because I'm being honest with you, dude, they released other really, really terrible movies. That would have just been another really, really terrible movie anyway. Right. Potentially. It's like, so, it's like, what is like, what is it really going to do? Guys, the company released Birds of Prey. This company has no standards. I don't want to hear no bullshit about no standard quality filmmaking. The company put out Birds of Prey. That movie is I mean, it's terrible. Not, and, you know, look, I like Black Adam, guys. Don't get me wrong, but David Zazav said, you know, that was a quality... You were happy with Black Adam. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate Black Adam. I thought, it, you know, it, it definitely could have been better, but I did not hate Black Adam, and I'll be honest with you, okay, I mean, shit, if you releasing Black Adam, you might as well just release Batgirl, just saying. But it, it's whatever. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm not gonna do no... And you have those people who are, like, comparing... You have those people who were, um... Talking about like uh what's say like Morbius and Sony, like but Sony put out Morbius guys. Sony really if you think one of us doesn't care about their super movies, then Sony really doesn't care if we're gonna go by that logic. Sony just doesn't give a fuck at all. They don't care what they put out as long as it just makes some money, you know. No, Birds of Prey actually didn't make money at all though. Birds of Prey Birds of Prey made really much nothing. Birds of Prey, I'm pretty sure it made like three something. The box office, yeah. Birds of Prey pretty much flopped actually. Birds of play birds of prey flop so hard. Hey, yeah. Sonic Sonic violated that in um Birds of Prey's budget was between 82 to 100 million dollars, not factoring in marketing, advertising, which probably with a big blockbuster temple like that, 
when superior move movies are popping off are probably like around like I'm gonna say near the 80 to 60 million dollar range. It only took in 205.3 million. No, Birds of Prey. I remember I remember did, did not make money. It's actually it fought pretty hard. It 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 people say it reportedly broke even. No, it did not. It never broke even. It's just there's a reason why that movie Birds made of Prey did not. It Birds of Prey only made like one made back 205. And it made back 100 million more than well, mm-hmm. it, it pretty much made back what it already put into it, but just a couple like another hundred million, and that's it. It really did not do nothing, which was embarrassing. It's like well, the thing here is people even said, although the only issue with releasing Bad Girl worldwide is you gotta factor in it's a everything costs money. So it costs money to release something worldwide. It does, it costs a lot of money. So they're probably factoring in the money that they would have put in is not worth what they would have gotten back. Which if you're gonna use that as an ex as a point of reference, yeah, that makes sense. If you're not, if you don't think you're gonna get I mean, back if, to if, put it in, that's fine. If anything, they could have just put it on streaming and just let it be a streaming movie. I mean, that's it's what, what it was intended thing. for. Yeah, and streaming, just put it on streaming. Just try mm-hmm. to get something from it, like you know. Uh, originally, remember they were trying to do what Disney was doing with their Marvel property, which was putting out stuff on HBO Max and having stuff simultaneously come out on, in theaters. Right, but. All that shit got canceled. Every one of it got canceled. Static shock. It's not outside. that they won't do it. Yeah, it's not that they won't do it again, but they're now, you know, James Gunn said they're gonna do TV movies, all this stuff's gonna connect through uh Max and the in in the movie. So they just didn't want to do it with that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, just might just release everything, like get what you can, get what you can. But they got it, wanted to get it as a tax write-off. Yeah, and uh, and decrease that debt, which is understandable. You want to decrease your debt. You don't want to keep owing. You just want to get that debt decreased. But so, what's the other? So, someone probably asked, "What's the other benefit of not releasing it?" (sighs) Okay, so if it's as bad as people have said, the the actual bad part of it is people don't get work anymore. But people keep bringing up like these one off examples, right? People be like, "But how much work does the Catwoman director get nowadays?" It's like. Okay, bringing up like one example out of like hundreds and hundreds of people, it really doesn't mean anything. I'm I'm sorry, it really doesn't. Like you know, because like the directors, the Bad Boys for Life directors, they got other work right after. <laughs> it wasn't like they didn't get anything after, you know, unless they did such a huge. Oh, didn't they get on? Um, didn't they get on? Uh, what's that thing? God, Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Miss Marvel at the time, and and aren't they directing? Aren't they directing Bad Boys Four? I think they are. I mean, they they, did three, right? Yeah, they did three. Yeah, they did Bad Boys Three. That's why I said I I thought Bad Girl is probably going to be good, anyways. You have to do like, especially the action. If if they directed, Bad Boys Three was pretty action packed. I like Bad Boys Three. Yeah, it was one of those things where, yeah, like if the movie's really, really atrocious, yeah, you're probably not. People are going to probably probably be pretty hesitant on hiring you, but. I don't know. It, there's not much worse you can put out than Birds of Prey and David Ayer's Suicide Squad and Josh Whedon's Justice League. There's just not much worse you can get than that. That's like actually, literally to the floor. If you can be a bit better than that, I mean, if you can't be better than that, that's pretty bad. Because you know what uh, Lennon's boyfriend said? Lennon's boyfriend said the reason why he's up on DC was because 
He saw Justice League and he just gave up. Lennon's boyfriend, he means him, guys. <laughs> he said he gave up watching DC after he saw Justice League back in 2017. He's like, he's like, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, he was just he, said he was done. <laughs> was he really with DC to begin? With? I don't know. I, I just asked him, do you watch DC movies? He was like, yeah, I I tried and I gave up after the Justice League 2017. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh hey, wow. Yeah, check out the Dolby poster. These flash posters have been good. I ain't gonna lie to you. Let me see. That was great. You on the craziest thing? They have not revealed the villain yet. They are smart. They are playing it good with this marketing. They have That's not true. revealed. Yeah. God is not the main. Not, and I don't know this, but it's obvious. We've seen the toy that it's a Flash villain, right? Mm-hmm. But in none of these trailers, they have not shown the villain villain. The main villain. Zod is a villain, but he's not the only villain. Wow. I give them props. I give them props. They're doing good. That's what they should have done with BVS and showing us Doomsday in that trailer. Freaking dum dums. <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah. Because they did very well with the trailers, though. I like the first trailer more than the second one. I mean, the second trailer was just a generic copy and paste version of the first one. Oh, did, did you see it? I Did you see a Chinese trailer? That's the best one. Really? Oh, no, I haven't seen the Chinese trailer at all yet. I'll send you the link. You don't got to play it, but I'll send you the link. Watch it on your own time. It got some music in it. You know, we're we not trying to uh, get you, you know, a third strike. <laughs> All right. So let's go over something that ended up coming out when I was on my YouTube unpaid tweet vacation. And this was actually about Zack Snyder and him giving his honest criticism about the negative react, their negative reception that BVS got. But you know what, guys? What if me and Kevin started eating each other's booty holes out? Just kidding. That's kind of. That's kind of gay. It's kind of homosexual behavior. Kind of gay. All right. All right. So uh, when I was on my YouTube unpaid to be vacation, uh, Zack Snyder gave his honest uh, criticism about the negative reception that Batman Superman got back in 2016. Now, remember, guys. For anyone who wasn't alive or in that time period or wasn't around the whole, like, fandom, BVS was one of the most hyped-up superhero movies ever. We're talking, like, Infinity War, in-game levels of hype, Civil War levels, right? We're talking, like, this was, like, big as that, okay? Then uh, you have BVS coming out, and it is just thrashed by critics. And, yeah, even after all these years, I still don't like that movie. I don't like it. Don't think it's that good. I think there are certain things good about it. I can admit that. Like, movies that I don't really care for and don't like, I'll still admit there are some things there that I probably do like, like maybe a certain action scene or maybe a certain piece of dialogue, maybe a certain character interaction. But for me, I just didn't like it all that much. And I get it. It wasn't just all his fault. Like, I know that. But the thing here is that movie, to me, just was not very good. Tolepio wasn't very good. No, I think... What BVS did do that was good was that it sparked off all these different conversations about what people personally want out of movies. Because not every movie is supposed to be written like some Academy Award winning movie. Everyone, yeah. but, the thing, but the thing is that everyone knows that already, though. That was a, that's been a sentiment that has been echoed for so long. But everyone knows that. As I promise you, not everyone's this stupid. Everyone knows that. The average mother going into a 
Minions movie knows that a Minions movie for her kids is not going to be like watching the thing, okay? There's a very... Uh, well, that I'll, I'll say, from personal experience, there's some people that think some kids' movies got to be... Now, there's some... Does not say that all kids' movies are, need to be uh, badly written. There's some really yeah. good kid, get kid, kid movies that are written that, you like know, Minions, and right? children yeah. like... <laughs> but there's some people that will that will like lose their gasket over a kids movie, even if it does have, even if it's not really that good, you know. And go like, man, it's writing, but like it's a kids movie. It's gonna be written for the kiddos. Yeah. And the other thing that I try to tell people is, it all just depends on what you like in a movie. But the thing here is, people need to understand when it comes to critics too. That's also going to apply. Now I. Now, because most people, when they're mentioning critics, are only talking about Rotten Tomatoes, guys. That's just an unspoken rule about anything, okay? When people are mentioning critics, I promise you, 99% of people are mentioning Rotten Tomatoes, okay? I yeah. just, let's be honest here. And if they are mentioning anybody secondary to them, it's probably IMDb, okay? Anyone after that is just pretty much just a joke and non-existent. I'm not even kidding. It's literally just Rotten Tomatoes, and then IMDb is like a close second. And as Sean said, letterbox. Letterbox is really not there, but it's pretty much just IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, right? So uh, here was the response. It was a, I think, an interview he had with the director, or something like that. I think he had his, um, he had his Justice Con or whatever. Uh, Zack Snyder gets honest about Batman vs Superman's negative reception. Also, keep in mind this is a movie that Warner Brothers fast track to get their cinematic universe together quickly because of how the MCU was shaping up. And by this point in 2016, guys, the MCU was just starting Phase 3 with Captain America Civil War. Yeah. These two movies were supposed to come out on the same day. Marvel said, no, you guys can have this month. We'll go to the next month. And, I mean, it definitely panned out better for Marvel at that moment in time, you know? And it was one of these things where BVS ended up falling short to expectations, not just because of fan perception, Money-wise, too, people think this movie did a lot better financially than the box office, and it did. It did not. First of all, this movie took about almost $90, $90 million to market on top of the big budget it already had. It didn't It didn't hit any profitability. The only way it hit profitability, probably, is through probably DVD sales. That's it. Over the that, long that, that movie needed to make over a billion. Due to the marketing involved with the movie, it needed to hit a billion dollars. That's what people bring the billion-dollar mark. Mar- marketing... Um... And mind you, mostly, mostly superheroes in general need to be crossing at least over it. But like, if you're making a Joker movie, right, with only yeah. 70 million, you don't need to have a lot of expectations. That movie can do over 500 million, just slightly over 500 million, and you good. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it made over a billion, that was which was well over profit for them. But if you're making movies that's over 200 million, yeah, they they they, they probably need to hit that 200, uh, hit that one billion mark. Because usually with big blockbuster ten pools like this one, the bu- the marketing budgets guys are sixty to eighty million dollars. That's not counting the budget you were already given before the movie. Then you have to kind of consider theater cut. Everyone's got to get paid, all that stuff. So the only way BVS was profitable, the only way was through home video sales. Now people would say, but wasn't it profitable through home video sales? That's a different revenue stream than theaters. When people say profitability when it comes to most movies, they mean just the theater itself. They don't mean a different revenue stream like the rock was talking about oh we were good on dvd sales and digital no no no, that that doesn't matter that's a completely different thing 
Right. So the BVS had like what a two hundred eighty, two hundred something million dollar budget. Rock was over here thinking we in the uh, we we was in our <laughs> our, our no the nineties. Like yeah. nah, guess <laughs> once we get into streaming DVD sales, that don't mean nothing anymore. Yeah, like DVD sales. If you want to put that up as like okay, it can now become profitable because of DVD sales. That's fine, but that's not the theater. It was not probable in the in this in specifically in the theater. Now Warner Brothers try to fast track the universe. Zack Snyder and Warner Bros. as we know through all of his interviews and as the little tidbit that they've given now over the years to their executives, they were never on the same page, ever, ever. They were never on the same page. Jeff Johns and his people wanted something way different. Zack yeah. Snyder kind of wanted to just kind of come in there and kind of do his own thing for a little bit, then kind of have other people take it over when he was done. It, 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 guys, it was never going to actually hit It was not going to pan out the way because – it's like, all right, let me do everything I want to do. Then we can reboot knowledge. He's like, no, why do we got to reboot? Why do we have to reboot? Why do we have to reboot after you finish doing what you're doing just to do a proper universe that people might want again? Like, yeah. no, do a universe, take it somewhere, and then let some other people come in and, you know, continue it. Don't start one end it and then reboot it like no imagine if the mcu went all the way to end game then they said hard reboot all right uh let's pass it over to john favreau john favreau you're the new kevin Feige. <laughs> like just just imagine if they did that mm-hmm. just imagine and you know what's also what i was thinking i think back in the day because we were so hyped up about dc having a universe like marvel people and i'm guilty of this too i'm guilty we forgot all the business stuff and what they were really doing. Warner Bros. literally was doing it because Marvel was doing it. Yeah, they did initially want to do it first, but that's not how life works, guys. You can want to do something first, but unless you actually do it first, it doesn't really matter now, does it? Now, you look at I it mean, and they, go... They actually had chance. Uh, they had chances. They just missed their opportunity. Like, Just League Mortal. Yeah, uh, that was a movie that was it, literally in production. They're filming. They have suits. Everything done. Everything's almost done. They're like, you know what? Nah, not good enough. Cancel. What the hell? It's like, and they opted to do Batman. Not saying you can't do a Batman, but it's like, you really, you know, not saying we, you know, is the Nolan trilogy tight, but you could have done Justice League Mortal and the Nolan trilogy. They didn't have to connect, could have been two separate things. As they literally you know? did, Batman Begins with Superman Returns within back to back years of each other, you know. But for Superman Returns, they was like, well, yeah, it made more than Man of, than uh, Batman Begins, but it costed more. So we're just going to drop it. And it's like, all right, it's clear y'all just really just mm-hmm. only want to do Batman right now. That's also weird, too. It's like Superman Returns, may, I didn't like that movie that much, made more money, but then they're like, you know what, Batman more. What doesn't I, 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 I remember the most if people? I remember, yeah, if I remember the budget was higher, it more than likely was, but not too the marketing. Also, the marketing was bigger, too. I remember Superman Returns marketing was way bigger than Batman, than Batman Begins, it was huge. They were really pushing Superman that movie specifically. Man, that marketing was so good. That Superman Returns uh, poster, that shit is mm. sexy. And then people forget, um, during this time period, I think Warner Brothers really forgot why the MCU popped up the way it did. They did it through a more, say, more of a slower form of storytelling that people resonated with. It felt like with this universe, Warner Brothers kind of wants to just do the least amount of work and then tr- it's like the kid is copying the homework in class. They want to do the least amount of work just to get a passing grade. That's kind of what they did. They never really ever understood why the MCU popped the way it did. 
And now James Gunn is seeing, well, that's how they did it. Let's do it that way. Gee, go figure. Go figure they would do that. I remember people people, it, people try to gaslight you into thinking that this direction was good. People back then, I think a few years ago, when I was on some other people's stream, these fucking dirty-ass idiots told me, oh, yeah, I like botched random movies coming out. No, you don't, because they, they don't. They don't even like that shit. They literally went, no, we, uh -uh, mm -mm, no more of that. We need a universe because this ain't this ain't working anymore. People like DC because it wasn't like Marvel. It was just random shit coming out. How's that working out for you guys now? Because the they literally went fuck that. They went that kind of work, buddy. Because uh, you can have good movies that come out in a connected universe. There's no world where you don't you can't have both of them. And remember, people said even if you like that style of DC movie, James Gunn they're still gonna do that. We're gonna get Joker next year. That's random DC Elseworld stuff too. But I'm just saying the collective people that bought into this idea that you could just have random movies come out and they're not, and that's going to be your universe is like, no, that's not really what they wanted. Evidence by what, how the hell they want James Gunn to run a universe, that's not what they wanted ever. They want something similar to what Marvel had that can be a bigger, larger universe where you have multiverse events, characters doing their things in their own universes, all that stuff. Okay. Zack Snyder didn't want to do that. He wants to just come in, he wants to have Superman go through that Tom Holland arc of like, oh, I have my origin story in five movies. Like, Okay. <laughs> you know, people say, oh, but Spider-Man did it. Guys, no one, no one outside of literal MCU cocksuckers, most people that I I know didn't like the way they did Spider-Man like that. I didn't mm. like the way they did Tom on Spider-Man like that. Because we didn't need it. We didn't need it because the um the purpose of him was like he's already Spider-Man six months in. So yeah. it's like, okay, then we just kind of like fast tracking across this whole nonsense. And you know, yeah, I say you can't still develop, you still developing. But having them start off six months in. Compared to Andrew and Toby, who started at their or started from the top, mm -hmm. it was like, okay, we just going, and then you know, it was like, oh, we shouldn't like, we need to keep, we know, we need to break, build them up, break them down, build them up, break them down, build them up again, break them down. It's like, okay, can he just like stay? You know, that's the problem with Peter Parker, and even in the comments right now, uh, he man, he can't, he can't get nothing, he can't get nothing, he always got to struggle and shit. Every single time, he always got to struggle. Struggle this, struggle that. Mm -hmm. Can can you have a W for once? <laughs> and you know what's also crazy is that Disney even revealed Homecoming that it was going to have an origin story, wasn't going to have an Uncle Ben. People went, I don't like that. Disney didn't care. They still did it. Now, people didn't like that stuff anyway. And I, I think it's weird how people go, but Marvel... So what? who said people like that? Just because they did it doesn't mean it was a unanimously celebrated decision. Right. I, I don't know where that comes from, people. I don't know who told you people that. I don't know what kind of Kool-Aid you're drinking. I said multiple times all those Spider-Man Tom Holland movies that I did not like he didn't have an origin story. I did not like how he didn't have an Uncle Ben. I did not like how he didn't have key qualities to Spider-Man. Most people agree with what I was saying, echoed it perfectly too in their own kind of their own way and how they feel about it. And that was going to be for Superman. Like, no, I I'm sorry. Just because one company did it that way doesn't mean I even liked it. But that was going to be, how, you need five movies to develop Superman? Five movies? Yeah, no, you don't. I, I grew up back in the day where you had one shot to do that shit in your first movie. And if you didn't do that, you didn't get movies anymore. Literally, Batman Begins, Spider-Man, the first movie, the Tobey Maguire. You literally have to do his origin story, balance out a villain, balance out his life, balance out getting the character in the suit, balancing out relationships in the first movies though we grew up when it happening in the first movie you don't need three movies for that 
Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man movie. He's Spider-Man at the end of the movie. He fought a villain. He grew up as a character. He learned everything he needed to learn. Kind of. He's there. First Iron Man movie. Marvel did it that way too. Get him in the suit. Get his origin story. Get him where he needs to be. Why do I need like six movies of that for Spider-Man? That's just stupid. Because yeah. people, people have also asked, why do you need to see his origin again? We've already seen it. No, 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 no. That's how you fundamentally connect to a character. Back in the day, I kind of went like, you know what? We have seen a little bit too times. Maybe can, no, no, no. I was wrong. The reason why you need to see an origin story, or maybe do it through flashbacks, is because that is a fundamental way to connect to a character to fundamentally see what they, how they view the world and how it impacts them. If you don't see that, I don't know how you really connect to a character like that. You guys, that's what, that's what I say for Spider Man. Like, yes, everybody knows it's well, people. People just know, people know that he's a quick flash, a quick flashback. When people's opening up, quick flashback. You don't gotta do a long one. Do like a quick little flashback to it. What's wrong with that? That's not gonna hurt no one. Remember, BVS opens up, the parents get killed first part of the movie. First part of the movie, very first part. It's out of the way. You get it, it's over. Let's start the let's start this movie. That's it. That's all you gotta do. I wasn't asking for no like Uncle Ben just let's run it down again. You know, no, no, you can you can do it fast, you can do it fast if you want. Just have it as a part of his character. Cause well, now with Tom on Spider-Man, he isn't Uncle Ben. He doesn't have an Aunt May. He doesn't have anything anymore. Yikes. Zack Snyder explained why Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice received negative reviews. Batman vs. No Superman Dawn of Justice suffered from poor reviews when released in 2016. As of writing the sequels to 2013's Man of Steel has a 29% critic approval rating and a 63% audience approval on Rotten Tomatoes. Some critics described the DC sequel as painful to watch, and I agreed. And <laughs> one that has a nonsensical plot, that is also true. Moreover, fans bashed some of the movie's casting choices, such as Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. The Trash. actor acknowledged that people hated him for the role. Trash. And he's I, Jesse Eisenberg... He was just trying to get the bag. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg was a great actor, actually. He's not Lex Luthor. I'm sorry. He ain't Lex Luthor. Yeah, we, we needed Lex Luthor like a Michael Rosenbaum or a Jesse animated Lex Luthor. You know, Lex Luthor from the comics. The, the common collected business, and not this Silicon Valley freaking... Uh, uh, Who's that guy that did Facebook? Mark Zuckerberg weirdo. Like, no, we don't. Yeah, do yeah. I remember back. I remember when this when Zack Snyder tried to gaslight people in the thing he did. No, I I never said it was the Lex Luthor. It's Lex Luthor Jr. No, <laughs> I remember that he was like, no, it's uh, Lex Luthor Jr. And in 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 the movie, really? I, before the movie came out, you know, he changed it because in the movie it, it, it said that that is his son, but it's like that that's just stupid. So this was going to be a universe that was going to start with Superman, not in no, no, no. I think Lex he Luther. intentionally, no, I think he intentionally set that up, just because if you notice in the movie, he does. Yes, they say it, but he never really, like, no one calls him Lex Junior, you know, because he's the only Lex. Yeah, the, the only mention to it is that that lady they, says your your father is kind of doing right. Whatever. She refers to like your father because I thought she was referring to Lionel uh, Luther. Mm -hmm. That's what it I thought, is, too. Yeah, I thought yeah. she was talking about Lionel, but no, he was talking about Lex, Daddy Lex. So, mm -hmm. you know, 
But Jesse Eisenberg, he's a good actor. Do not get me wrong. Not yeah, saying he's great. Yeah, he, just, he was just not Lex Luthor. He's a good actor, though. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have been a perfect Riddler. I think that was a bigger missed opportunity. He would have yeah, been right, a perfect yeah. uh, Riddler to have he in the DC universe. He could have been. The I, best I can see him in the outfit. I can yeah. see him doing the riddles and all that. I like. I can see it. He could have been the best, like Edward Nigma ever. I'm just saying, he had, he had the potential. It was there. Zack Snyder opens up about Batman Superman's poor reception. During a Q&A at Zack Snyder's Full Circle charity event, Zack Snyder himself reflected on Batman Superman, Dawn of Justice, bad reviews. When the moderator pointed out that Snyder created so many layers in the sequel storytelling, the visionary filmmaker said that he felt that it is the main reason why it caused Dawn of Justice to be so polarizing. There was layers to that storytelling? I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> Question. Well, this film in particular, you created so many layers for the storytelling in the characters, and I think you have to want to make an effort to dig a little deeper. Yeah, it's not, it's not, yeah, I think most people could agree with that. Snyder, yes. But I think that probably is what caused the movie to be so polarizing. I think, and maybe I'm wrong. You know what? Feel- me, uh, me and Nerd Man talked about this on my stream. Mm-hmm. All that setting up shit he was trying to do, like, this is why I like Man of Steel. This is why I exactly like Man of Steel a little bit more. Yes, Man of Steel does set up stuff, but not like the way BVS was trying to set up stuff. BVS was trying to set up stuff with those premonitions, uh, that scene where uh, um, Lex Uthor is in the ship and he's, he sees oh, Steppenwolf yeah. holding up the boxes, mm-hmm. and then the guards come in with the guns. Like, that stuff is intense. Like, Man of Steel, it ends in a way where that could have just been a movie all on its own. No sequel, no nothing. Yes, it mentalizes issues, but when that movie ends, none of us knew, is this getting a sequel? We just, I thought, I, I, like, I do, I'm be honest, I thought that was a one and done movie. <laughs> I really thought it was. I'm being serious. Mm-hmm. But when they revealed it was BBS a sequel, I was like, oh, what the heck? BBS was trying to I, I like I'm telling you, BBS would have been better if it was not trying also trying to not set up some stuff. Just make it a movie, you know, make a movie, treat it as if this is your only shot you got, and just make that. Because you can always make you can make a sequel to anything if you have a good story for it. Mm-hmm. But him trying to intentionally set up stuff, yeah. And and, and we wonder brothers could have told him you need to set up stuff, but the stuff he is setting up, that's all him. Like that nightmare yeah. stuff. That's all him. I we know. I know Warner Brothers probably did not. Fair, want that, this too. They probably didn't even really know what they wanted. Anyways, it's clear Warner Brothers not really know what they wanted. They just wanted. Yeah, and, and remember, he he's mentioned before. They, there were some studio mandates that he had to put in there. But to be fair, guys, that's a lot of movies. He's not like I hated how he tried to make himself such an exception to the rule. No, 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 Zach. A lot of people have to do that. I, I, the reason why I know he would know that is because there have been multiple DVD commentaries, multiple movies that have come out over the la- decades, right? Directors have said, studio made me put this in because we are under contract and you what the studio says. Literally, uh, Rob Zombie, the guy who directed uh, the Halloween 27, t- t- the, the Rob Zombie first Halloween movie, he even said, Univ- or Universal was with the first one, the second one, he even said the studio was constantly calling him yeah. to try to change stuff, constantly. Guys, Zack Snyder's not some special case. I'm sorry. I don't know where he gets that from. Uh, Christopher Nolan said they try to get him to do all that stuff. 
Like everyone goes through that. You sign a contract, it kind. I don't say you have to, but there are different differences with Nolan. He um, Nolan just isn't like Nolan is one of those directors. that's like Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese, where they're just gonna say like, "Nah, we ain't finna do this shit. Fuck you. I'll go somewhere mm-hmm. else." Like there is it's not to say that every director does not is does not have the attitude that they have. Mm-hmm. Or just to care to say, man, I ain't finna do this. Freak your money or all this nonsense. Freak this contract. I'm just go do what I want somewhere else. He says, I feel like a lot of people went into the movies for going like, oh, it's a, oh, it's the superhero romp, right? Let's have fun with it. it. That's his assumption. I mean, so he's basically saying people went in with predetermined expectations of what the movie already should be. So I mean, he, I mean people do that with everything. Everything Thinking about trailers, people are gonna probably think, "Oh, it's gonna go like this. It's gonna go like that." Yeah, right. that's gonna happen with literally every movie on this planet, buddy. Uh, comic book movie. I mean, comic book movies especially probably have the biggest yeah. expectations because you're taking work. People are reading it. Yeah, they're gonna be different, but mm-hmm. like you can't fault people for assuming something might be this way or that way because you're take you're pulling from a media that is. That has like over, you know, well over like 80 years of history to it mm-hmm. with content. It's like if you do a Wolverine people and like, you know, let's say you do a Wolverine movie and people have an expectation that Wolverine is going to kill in the movie. I mean, I think that's a good expectation to have for your film. People think, oh, Wolverine is going to kill. Yeah, I'm ready for it. And Wolverine doesn't kill in the movie and they're kind of disappointed by it. We can understand why he might not kill. You know, they want to do a PG-13 movie, have it make money. But, you know, it, it's, it, it depends. But everybody has expectations. Everybody does. I just expect a good movie. Snyder then pointed out that he delivered a superhero film that the viewers really need to pay attention to, admitting that it was not cool for the audience. Guys, he did, Wait, hold on. You just call people stupid. He just kind of called. He just kind of subtly just called you people stupid. Am I reading too much into that? He said y'all stupid. No. He says this is what he said. Really need to pay attention to. He yo. He literally just called you stupid. I'm just saying. That's a, it was not. Oh, oh wow. Okay. I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's insulting the audience. Is not a good way of making people watch your movies. Evidence Man, of sometimes it's sometimes the audience deserves to be insulted. Oh lord. But I, I think he's he I think he's guy gas gassing it up a little bit too much. Huh. I think he's gassing this up specifically a little too much though. Just a little bit, just a little really bit. Really need to pay attention to. Yeah, I really need needed to pay attention to Batman trying to murder Superman and then literally three seconds later going, trying to be my partner in crime, bro. Come on, bro. No hard feelings, bro. No, I know just trying to like, I don't know, put a spear through your heart, but you know, no hard feelings, right? Hey, can you say my mom? What? What? Uh, he says, and we gave them this sort of hardcore deconstructivist, heavily layered, exper- experimental, modern, mythological superhero movie that needs you really need to pay attention to. That was not cool for them. That's some. That's not something anyone wanted to do. 
they were like, what? No, that's exhausting. How about why do they fight at night? I hate that. Oh, so he's basically saying uh, he wanted to do kind of like a, uh, uh, Lord. Okay. Okay. So you wanted to basically layer down the characters in this long movie, but I, I think he doesn't need, he doesn't understand that this is, uh, this is a lot for people to go into when, when you're starting out a universe like this, because I think what he really didn't need to do was just more focus on Superman than Batman. Because Superman was supposed to be kind of like the big anchor for the movie, which it to me kind of was like Batman was more the anchor than Superman. Was, yeah, like yeah, the only downside of his Batman is that he's just a murderer, but uh, he 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 can he does Batman with you know ain't no issue. But his Superman sure, was this is a heavy layered movie in in a way of like why they never even really address why Batman kills. He just kind of does it. Also, I missed it in the movie after we rewatch it again. I'll, I'll make sure I say that. I mean, there's there's seeds planted of why he does it. I think it's just the Robin thing that caused that. That's what yeah. I think. Because I okay, that would make sense to break someone down. Like okay, you lost your Robin. Maybe he lost his Batgirl. You know, like if they showed his uh his his let's say they showed two sidekicks like Batgirl and Robin's suits and they're all bloodied and stuff and it's just over the years. Okay, I can see why he went down this road. Like, if if Robin is the indicator that he went down this road, I mean, that makes the most sense. I mean, what else could it be? Aside from, yes, 20 years of experience in this dirty, grimy city, but Robin was just that breaking point. I think it was Robin. That's what yeah. I think. That It makes the most sense that Robin would be his breaking point. Like, you know. It's also really weird that in a movie where Batman kills, he doesn't have all his villains dead. He literally could just rid Gotham of everything. If we're gonna use that logic, then why is Gotham crime ridden then? If he's gonna kill people. Yeah, that's why. Like, if, if Batman became a killer, he'd he'd be worse than Ra's al Ghul. He he would have put a hit out on all his villains and uh, murdered them probably within a week. Uh, strategically, he would he he would do he would do a riddle on riddle on Riddler. He would uh he would probably gouge out Joker's eyeballs and slowly torture him. <laughs> it, he, Batman will Batman will take jo- Bane's toxin, yeah, and tamper with it, put some like uh, what, what's that stuff? What's that stuff people put in their face? Botox. You put some yeah. Botox in it, <laughs> and then when Bane puts on it, turns it on, he got both he infested with uh Botox and venom. Like Batman, if he killed, would probably be the most one of the most dangerous humans on the planet. He would. I mean, we seen what he did to the Justice League when he made all those uh, contingency plans. Now, Vandal Savage took those plans and enhanced them. But just imagine if he became an actual killer. We also have um next part where it says, meanwhile, Greg Silverman, a former Warner Bros. executive who oversaw Batman Superman, Dawn of Justice, previously agreed with a tweet claiming that the lack of acclaim for Snyder's DC films is actually due to critics' view of Snyder. Yep, yep. Uh, it's always that narrative too. It's the narrative of, oh yeah, the critics are out to get him. The critics are out to get him. Then the critics like Watchmen and um, Dawn of the Dead and 300. I love how that narrative got per- per- uh, perpetrated, which was critics just don't like him. Where does that come from? So, so what people are basically saying for critics is, no, you have to like this guy's movies. So people can't just not like them because they don't think they're good. They 
have to just like him. Guys, the way someone views you is not really up to you. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that's just how it works with, with life. In his tweet, Silverman expressed that because Snyder is a decent, approachable, humble human, he didn't fit the mold of an auteur. No, no. Who? What in the hell? What in the hell? An auteur. What? There's no way someone actually believes this. This goes to show you why this guy's a former Warner Brothers executive. People who think like that are not this company anymore, and thank God they're not. I couldn't agree more. My suspicion always was that Zach's kindness, openness, and enthusiasm created an environment for critics to undervalue his work. Oh, Lord. Oh, 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 Jesus. Because he is a decent, approachable, humble human, he didn't fit the mold of an auteur, shitty, should be the opposite. No, none of that's true. No examples. A lot of people just talk in broad generalities like this. Give up no examples. It's just, yeah, I get it. People talking generalities based off like certain life experiences. I get it. But if you're going to make claims like this or bring up, this is a main reason why critics don't like him. Got any examples of this, buddy? Got any like, hey, I give me like at least one and we can kind of go over it. No, it's always, well, the reason, you know, that's the reason why BBS isn't liked because people just didn't like him. Most people don't even know who directs... Guys, most people don't even know who directs half these movies. Ask a random motherfucker who directed their last movie. They don't even know. Do people know that Louis Letterier directed Fast X? No, they don't. Most people don't know that shit. I promise you most people don't know that shit. I'm just saying, hey. Will Zack Snyder return to create more superhero movies? Zack Snyder's latest comments about Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. Negative reviews suggest that he is at peace with the fact that the sequel received such criticism. It is no question that Snyder's superhero movies, not just Dawn of Justice, have been incredibly divisive. Since Bamber Superman, Man of Steel, and his version of Justice League received mixed reviews from fans and critics, the director's loyal fan base tend to make things interesting, especially now that the Snyderverse campaign is in full swing. Guys, there's no Snyderverse campaign, if we're being honest here. They ain't bringing that shit back. I, I know about the whole... We talked about it before on other episodes of this night of the show. Sell yeah. Zack Snyder justly to Netflix. Netflix ain't doing that shit. Let's be honest here. And one one of the guys says, uh, what well, one of the people in Souls Camp, the new geeks. I, I mean, some of those guys, I I don't really care for. But he did bring up a good point. He actually said something I agreed with, which was Warner Bros. themselves have distanced themselves from like that 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 Snyder fandom, right? Let me show you how much they distance themselves. Hold up. So, What's up, Gunner? What's up, Michael? How you guys doing? So, real quick, I got on Max, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I posted something last night, and it's right here. So, you know, on some new stream surface, you got profile pictures of right, the yeah. characters and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. I want you to I want you to guess who's missing. This is a real, this is not fake, y'all. This is not fake. Share my screen. It's how much they're distancing distancing themselves from certain things and only messing with people that they know they're cool with or, like, on good terms, don't really got any beef with or issues. Hmm. Look at this. Tell me who's missing. This is real. Who's missing? And this is on the official, you guys, if you have HO Max, log into Max, go to profile pictures. I'm not joking. 
This is real. The person that they had issues with is gone. The person directly linked to Zack Snyder. Y'all did you put a link to Zack Snyder, but all of them are still have a good relationship with Warner Brothers. There's no beef, no issues. James Jason Moe was definitely happy. He seems like he got what he wanted from whatever deal he um he's doing. And yeah, because there was one one of the guys in the sales camp that brought up, well, Warner Brothers themselves made the hashtag obsolete and all that stuff. Well, yeah, yeah, that that sentiment I can agree with. And the thing that I also agree with, with what he brought up, which was the the restore the Snyderverse has such a negative um reaction to it. So if you do want another company to listen to you, never gonna happen. It would just be better if you went with that one. Both are never going to happen, but I'd rather take the option of, hey, this is a company that might maybe give us a bone. Because, guys, I promise you, Warner Brothers is never working with Zack Snyder ever again. That is not happening. I don't know what kind of crack people have been giving you. I don't know kind of booty juice you people have been drinking. That's never happening, okay? Some things in life are just never going to happen ever again. Sometimes in life, you cherish things for what they are in that certain moment because you know they're never going to happen again. That's what that's Snyder's time at DC is. James Gunn is not hiring him at all because people keep saying they're friends friends in what way like friends as if like we're acquaintances or friends is like you're coming over for dinner that's two different things and by friends i'm pretty sure they're just acquaintances that's just me uh let's go aside from Snyder's unique directing style and his meticulous visual language oh good lord the superhero movies of the much talked about filmmaker have been best positioned to stand out but sadly it didn't work for the dceu there's a reason why because the universe is just starting his ideas and concepts kind of work when you're doing kind of like one-off movies when a universe is already like established D yeah D dc dc black label stuff yeah i think he had the right idea i'll say so he had the right ideas for a dc universe that wasn't ready for it if that makes sense like this kind of stuff works when the universe is already built, when you already have the main established heroes in a certain right. capacity for what the audience can understand. Like, like it, it, it's like um, you know, Marvel, Marvel's what if, right? It's mm -hmm. like Marvel, what if they they got all that um what's up, Danny? Yeah, is 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 literally like Marvel's what if now they're doing stuff, even though what if was not really engaging yeah. or interesting you know they was doing things that was not typical of the main continuity while snyder's while snyder's dc movies have always been a main topic of conversation for his diehard fans his style and approach are not ideal for general audiences at this point it is unknown if snyder if Zack snyder will return to dc after the polarizing response to his movies Given that Snyder is also busy with his Rebel Moon franchise for Netflix, it's safe to assume that a potential return to superhero land could be further down the line. Because um, right now he's all tied up with Army of the the Army of the Dead franchise and um, Rebel Moon too. Netflix already did because did, didn't he shoot Rebel Moon back to back for the first yeah. two parts? Yeah. So guys, he he's going to be busy for a it, while. He, he shot it back to back to guarantee. That you know a sequel could happen, mm -hmm. but I think I don't know because that, that stuff. I think the studio does know your film. You're filming that stuff, anyways. I mean, they should know, but yeah, it seems like. But you know, it's Netflix. I mean, they gonna they gonna pay for anything. So who, who, 
you know, it's Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix, Netflix will put out anything. Not, not saying that Zack Snyder can make no good Netflix movies, but we have seen Netflix history of just putting out any old fucking thing because they don't care because they've been putting out bullshit. That donkey dookie. Yeah, yeah, Netflix is like, man, show has no viewers, uh, no, no, nobody watching it. Two more seasons. Man, <laughs> if, if Netflix needed to, Netflix would. If Netflix was really desperate, they'll they'll tell some porn director, "Hey, man, could you just make a show? Each episode, one hour long of just facials. Each episode, hour long, just facials. Twelve episodes. That would that would be Netflix best stream show. I guarantee you that." I'll guarantee you that, but they'll be that desperate to do some shit like that. Just facials, 12 episodes, hour long. <laughs> Men, Holy women, God. trans, whatever. Everything. One sec. All right. So, yeah, yeah that's pretty much it. it. When it comes to that. Jam with Netflix, though. I just hope Rebel Moon is, is way better than Army of the Dead. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Also, Vishan, I don't know you know, if man. I'm gonna watch it, but I hope it's better than Army of the Dead for Rebel Moon. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I'll, I'll I'll review it. I just same thing. Matt, my God, Army of the Dead is really bad. Hey, I'm so sorry, since, guys. Since Rebel sucked. Moon is does have heavy. It is basically his Star Wars script that he was that he had. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the lightsabers are gonna be like. I like. I wonder what his lightsabers will be. <laughs> well, what if they're like bullet sabers? It's a stick. It's a it's a light. It's a light sword that comes out of a gun. The only thing I know about the movie so far with the casting is you have Ray Fisher and Anthony Hopkins gonna be in the movie. Uh, did uh, Gmon Honshu was in it? The guy who played the wizard. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's in there. Yeah. Oh, and then that motherfucker from uh, um, the guy that played the who's the who's that villain from Logan? The no, 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 oh, no, no. I, I, know, I, know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Who? Yeah, he's in it too, I think. One second. Because there's this big oh, update oh, on Superman no, Legacy no, no, that ended no. up happening. All right. So, yeah, guys, that's that's it when it comes to this. Hey, you know, that, hey, you know that flying scene with Adam Warlock and Superman in uh, mm-hmm. Guardians 3? Yeah. I think James, James – don't worry about James Gunn flying. He's good. He's going to make – He's gonna make um, Superman fly great. That it was a small sequence, but that flying scene of Adam Warlock, I like the way it was shot. So yeah, that really like that's it when it comes to Zack Snyder and the BVS criticisms. I think he just straight up blatantly insulted the audience, guys. BVS ain't as complicated as people like to make it out to be. I'm sorry, there it just really isn't. Maybe I, hey, I'll say so. People, everyone is different. Everyone sees movies differently. But I don't think it's for the main reasons that one guy brought, which is, man, critics just don't like him. No, no. That's just – that automatically right there diminishes someone's opinion, and that's not going to make people like you. Or if you want people to even somewhat think of you as a good person, is telling someone, hey, the only reason why you're not liked is because you're not a good person. It's like, wait, what are you talking about? Or basically, the critics don't like you just because you're a – I'm going to put the logically break down what that means. They don't like you because you're a nice person. What does that even mean? That doesn't even make logical sense. I the people don't like you because you're a nice person. Okay. <laughs> See how stupid that sounds? Yeah, he's a nice, humble, approachable human being. 
automatically critics don't like it. That's Ritz really stupid. Ah, man. Thank God that guy is not a Wimpers anymore. Thank God David Zaza rerouted those people. These people are stupid. People were like literally hiring people. Like that's what the company needed to be changed. People were hiring comp- people just like that guy, and that's what the company was going nowhere. Just saying. I mean, one sec. Yeah, that, that's why you know. I, I just hey, I hope for the future. Um, the future would have been bright, even brighter if I got to see the Flash yesterday. But hey. Warner Brothers wanted to hold a brother down and lot not let me go to that free screening. Oh, did you see what James Gunn clapped at that prime guy? Did you see that? Hmm. Uh oh, oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and then he tried to I, that was such that was such a weird tweet to put out. Cause he because no. he, he, he was uh he was um he was trying to critique them wanting to dip into the old and like if you have a good blend of old and new i mean that's fine uh look at tyler hochland superman he's a perfect blend of modern day superman mm-hmm. classic superman you know bronze age silver age he's like all super he's all superman in one he's brandon henry uh, uh reeves silver age superman bronze age superman Golden Age Superman. It's like he's all those Superman in one. Give me one second. Let me bring up the next thing we're going to talk about. That's why I think you, you need a perfect balance of it all. It's just trying to pick one specific. Like you're trying to base the universe around, like, say, Injustice Superman or uh, Superman from this Superman Doomsday era. Like, you know, just do a mix of them all. Like, have the, you know, balance it out. Mm-hmm. Because my thing here with Superman Legacy coming up is this might be the last ch- is this for me doesn't pan out to be that good, which I don't think is gonna happen, but let's say if it doesn't, probably Superman's last chance on the big screen. Has to be. There's no more chances at this point. I'll be an officer. I've I haven't liked pretty much any Superman I mean, done doing it, so he's safe though. He already confirmed it's not gonna be a comedy. Hey, he, that could be a lie. If it ends up being a comedy, yeah, that I movie. I mean, a few jokes here and there are fine. I, yeah, if it's like, actually a comedy, then no, I can't. I don't see that movie panning out very well at all. <laughs> but if it, if, if it ends up being a good Superman movie, so oh my. Let me see. Superman. It needs to be liked a lot by a lot of people. He's a needs to have a huge appeal to the general audience. Because there's the thing, right? You can everyone does everyone cannot appeal to the general audience. Some people have to like go beyond the spectrum and uh like you got you gotta do some stuff that's out there, it's different, right? But some people do some different stuff and are able to pull in people that can accept different and make them like the different, you know. Not everybody has that skill, and I just in legacy. You don't need to play it safe, but just make a movie that's your own thing. As James Gunn said, he does not want to make the same old stories over and over again. Like he doesn't want to do the typical hero versus villain stories and stuff. Like, and I was interested, but like, I'm I'm thoroughly intrigued. Like, what type of movies are we going to be getting moving forward? If if he doesn't want to do a typical hero versus villain type of stuff, yeah. 
Because uh, right here, when it comes to James Gunn, because I think I put up the Rock Fast and Furious topic. It was supposed to be something about James Gunn. I was I scheduled this stuff last week because you know I thought I was going to be able to get back in the week. So right here, this was actually yesterday. I think James Gunn, sick of all the bullshit DC rumors, announces new debunking plan. Yeah, because yesterday or the day before, he went on Twitter and basically said, uh, yeah, he's pretty much done interacting with people or just Twitter users who are just posting lies on their websites and stuff. I think one of, one of, one of the biggest ones was um, the, the, the Josh from Den of Nerds was a big one. A lot of people keep pointing out, you know. But what James Gunn doesn't realize, I mean, he, he, I imagine he realizes this. DC never had this. DC's never had someone that's been out here trying to basically course correct what people are talking about and saying about, you know, the company overall. Like he got, and he he, he knew this taking on this job. It was gonna he's gonna be the Kevin Feige and he's gonna be taking out a brunt of the massive criticism for the company. And then you have all these outlets because the media is trash. The media is lies about everything pretty much. But all these like other bottom feeding, ankle biting websites that just make up rumors like Fandom Wire being as trash as they are, just making up stupid stuff repeatedly it's like what are you doing like don't you have no life like they're just making up stuff in their articles putting out literal crap and then people just run with that stuff and they think it's facts you know like i would get tired of that too literally what they have to do for the most part if they want to kind of course correct that is what they need to do is they need to basically update their website for um the DC and hmm. anything related and put out their own information directly from the source itself. Like just have James Gunn write the articles themselves. You know, if it's becoming a problem where a lot of the negative reception is still piling up through like BS rumors, what he should do and what one of us should do is create a DCU News page matter. and just have him do the articles then, or hire someone that he trusts to put out the information. Right, someone that he's willing to like tell the plan to, because I think that's the thing too, of why and I, I that's why I like nothing has really been leaked yet, un unless it's confirmed by Gunners, like really a rumor. But the stuff is pretty much like on lockdown, like it's pretty much you know well knit, it's like secure. So what i think uh yeah just do what you recommended like make your publish your own articles directly relating to dc pick someone you trust someone you trust to tell the plan to and to you know leak certain stuff to get people excited because hmm. right here uh he says i'm getting barraged with bullshit dc rumors this morning i'll just reiterate the general rule not to believe anything unless it comes from me or peter but unless it's especially egregious, I'm going to slow down on calling shit out. Sorry, I know it's one of my favorite traditions. There are three reasons for this. Number one, some people are making up lies to get attention from me or to get clicks, and I don't want to encourage that. Two, I've read a hundred rumors this morning. One of them is half. One of them is half true. So he basically said ninety-nine out of a hundred; those are true. <laughs> That's crazy. Someone, uh, someone snuck into his house and finally got the uh, <laughs> finally got the DC Bible. So I don't want to be used as a way for people to throw nonsense at the wall until something sticks. Three, I'm storyboarding Superman Legacy and I don't have time. Have a great day. 
No, that's good. That's fine. Uh, most of the stuff, I'll, I'll decide I agree with anyway, for the most part. I, I think it, it just, this is going to come with the territory surrounding DC, basically having like, one of us having no PR person, nothing to really just combat all these bullshit DC rumors that have circulated all these many years. This was, it was just not, this was just going to be the shit wave that was going to end up happening. The difference is, what the previous Warner Bros. regime versus James Gunn was that he was the guy to go, hey, no, the, you're lying. Quit talking out your ass. You're a loser. And people even just ragged on him for that, you know? Also right now, because uh, people people were saying, oh, why don't you just go write Superman Legacy instead of being on Twitter? Guys, people can take breaks and do multiple different things at once. I don't know where that comes from. Well, get off Twitter. Go do, go do something else. Like, yeah, most people can multitask. That's just how it kind of works. I mean, this I agree with. All the stuff I probably agree with. It's you see all these media outlets just run with dumb stories that aren't fact checked, no sources, just all just straight up dog carb, just dog trash right there, you know? Hi, yeah, yeah. Also, the little mini update on Superman Legacy that I got because I, I try to find the Hollywood Reporter article that was suggesting it. So, pretty much. There's a Hollywood Portico article mentioned, or it was a YouTuber that was on there that mentioned that Superman Legacy could potentially be introducing multiple DC heroes in that movie. Now, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Like, does it mean like, oh, we just get introduced to them and that's just it? Or is it? I think it'll be, I, I think it's literally this. Like, there may be a sequence where like Superman is. Um, going around mm-hmm. the world right and there might be a sequence where like he just needs to you know check in with some of the heroes around the world get some like information insight and let's say he runs into batman and that's a this is a great way to set up brave and the bold he meets batman right he already knows batman he said superman's going to know most of the heroes in this world already that's already set so we're clearly starting a superman that's already kind of established he runs into batman he sees batman got a new robin he's like Yo, Bats, who's this kid? And then he tells him, yeah, it's my biological son. And then uh, Superman goes like, well, we'll, and Batman tells him, we'll have to talk about this later. What do you need, Clark? And then you have Damian Wayne speak and say his little Mm -hmm. ignorant stuff. And then Batman tells him, get out of here, Damian. I need to talk to Clark, blah, blah, blah. They have a conversation. You just set up Brave and the Bold. That's Mm -hmm. all you need. And it does, Batman don't got to help Superman save the day. He just has a conversation talking about something. I don't know, needs some, you know, some inspiration or some, uh, or needs to go over some stuff. Or maybe they're talking about, I mean, at this point, they probably already set up the Justice League anyways. That's why the Batman stuff, I'm very confused by because why are you doing Damian Wayne? Because he, at this point, he has to probably went through his whole Robin. I get his approach of doing it though. We haven't had a Robin on screen for a very long time. I mean, I get it. I'm not saying the best way of doing it is he could have started like at least Tim Tim, Tim Drake or Sonny Jason Todd. Like, that's too late. He He said they're gonna, he said, we're gonna see other members of the Bat Family in the movie. Yeah, which is fine. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but look at how old he has to be for Jason, for um, Damian Wayne to be there. Like he has to be not too. Are they going to show us the sex scene between Batman and Talia, where he just 
licks her butt for like a good three hours. Man, I, I man, I, I hope they show that scene where you know <laughs> Talia, Talia gets some, uh, gets pops some pills inside his drink. Ooh, hops on his <laughs> meat. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> How does someone dick stay hard while they sleep? Anyways, that's that's this. I mean, oh, I wanted to say this. Did you see that? Can you dick get hard while you sleep? Yeah, it's only on Tuesday. But I want to ask you this. You remember when, could you, I, I know you watch I Show Speed, right? Do you see a thing where he bought no, I mean, a hat for $14 million? I, I watch his clips. What do you mean? The, did you see a clip yesterday where he bought a hat for $14 million? A hat? He bought a hat for $14 million. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> I watch his clips. I don't watch their full episodes. I just, I I watch I'm saying, man, Kai Sinet and I Show Speed look, look the same. And yeah, just because they're black, they look the same. I'm just gonna say that right now. And you look like every light skinned black person. So what? Oh, um, motherfuckers look the same. <laughs> like I heard, uh, re recently they're going to Rumble now. Like it's been confirmed they're going to Rumble. Twitch's biggest streamers are going to Rumble. Oh, did you see that Iron Man suit he bought? But, no, no, I, I, I didn't see that. Well, Kyson had bought it. He, it, it that mask and stuff actually moves. Oh, uh, the suit. The, yeah, it's actual. I like it. It doesn't, you know, shoot out beams and shit. The suit's just kind of bulky, so it looks hard to move in. <laughs> let, let me show you. One sec. Somebody had it's a picture of it on Twitter. Oh God, jeez. <laughs> Rumble's basically going. Hey, Rumble is doing what uh, YouTube and Facebook and Mixer was trying to do. Like get big known like streamer names to attract themselves to their service. I don't know. And just be honest, they definitely made the bag. I still haven't subscribed to that rumble shit. Really? Share my dude. No. You don't even have, have to do anything. If I'm being honest. All you gotta do basically there ain't nothing on rumble for me to watch. No, no, it's more of a backup of your content because you can auto sync your content. So like within like no, I'm talking about I'm talking about as a like, consumer. I'm talking about posting content. Oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. I only use it for just backing up my my. Oh, when I get all when I when I when I can release all my content again, I'm gonna use it as a backup for all my stuff. I because I you can't really trust YouTube right right now for a lot of that stuff. Superman Legacy, Good Rumble. All right, for anyone who's watching this live, just up, update your just re re refresh your tab, okay? Because I had to update some stuff. I realized the topics were backed up from another show actually. Oh, that looks great. That looks pretty cool. Hell yeah. It's kind of bulky, though. The mask works, too. Let me show you. Uh, yeah, see, the mask opens up. Oh, my God. That looks great. Woo, where? I wonder how these... I don't know why, don't know why they sold him with... those. Sold... They probably wanted the golden helmet, but I don't know why they sold him with his silver helmet from uh, Iron Man, too. Oh my god. Rumble, give me one second. Yeah, because Rumble's yeah. not gonna give you any copyright strikes or claims or nothing. Unless it's court ordered, they'll do that. I, I just hope they can be big players in this. Cause oh, uh, when I first got onto their website, a lot of it looked pretty outdated, but they've made a lot of leaps and bounds to make it look a bit better. Get they have emotes now. To stream on Rumble, you need five followers at least. So uh guys, like I mentioned before. 
Um, I'll be, be putting all my content on Rumble as a backup. Literally, just a backup when I can, like, around September, I'm going to start the process to auto-sync all my content to, like, Rumble and Odyssey. So, you know, just in case, God forbid, anything happens on YouTube, you know, I'll also have all my content that I've worked on for the last nine years. I, I need to have that. I cannot not go without that. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Kaisena and I should. Maybe you want to go on Rumble and be toxic. Well, because, I, I, dude, I can go on there and say yeah, I love Man, Rumble. we can't even trust you. You're going to go to Rumble and start saying some shit like, uh, the water's making the frogs, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm going to go there and say how much I love black people. They're going to love that. Oh, my right? God. Yeah. Uh, but, man, there's not much else to really talk about right now. I kind of want to just kind of, you know, get back my. Uh, life that I lost in two weeks. Kind of want to make sure I got my feet wet. Also, if anyone that's watching the podcast or they listen to oh, it, that's how, the... that how you monetized again, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ha, okay, how, how did that go? Uh, I mean, simple. They, they they gave me my monetization back in like a day. <laughs> you still have your uh, you still have your strikes? Yeah, waiting for those to go bye bye. So what are you doing to pass the meantime? Just not upload as much? That's what I'm probably going to do. I'm just chilling. I mean, I'm going to upload here and there, try to get, you know, try to, but playing it careful. Because, mind you, there's some old content they can probably take yeah. and, uh, you know, go like, oh, well, see, you did something here. Third strike, gone. Yeah. And I wouldn't even know which one it is. So mm-hmm. I deleted some stuff to play it safe so I can get my monetization back and maybe I- hopefully... It's the, the you stuff make, I make it private. Uh, making videos private doesn't because remember, yeah, yeah, you don't remember it, but Tyrone Magnus got hit one time for having a he got hit for a video he deleted a long time ago. Oh, yeah, remember that? I saw that. Yeah, so I, don't, I, I, don't think, I don't if that's the case, me making videos private don't even really matter. Yeah, for me, I just chose to make all those uh, gaming streams private because they only ever hit the league one. So I just made them all private. I was like, I'm good. I all think for the most part, what might hurt it because you have to monetize your stuff correctly. And when you monetize something that's clearly not, you know, of their standards, then that gets you in even more trouble. But mind you, they would, whatever copyright check they do or uh, the check they do, you know, they will tell you, okay, this content does not meet our blah, blah, blah. You can't monetize it. And that's, I think that's my other issue with how YouTube handles some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you've figured out that I did something wrong. And then now you wait, I don't know, 10 months later to tell me, oh, this old video that been on my platform for four years now violates blah, blah, blah. You had over four years to tell me this. You could have told me this a year I put this video out. You could have told me this the month I put the video out. Yeah, it's clear. It's clear. Uh, it's clear. Whatever robot you're using doesn't know how to do whatever this copyright stuff is, and likes to pick and choose here and there when they want to ding stuff. Because that that happens a lot. You have people to put out content. It been out. It can it been out for like probably seven, six years, and then it gets dinged later, out of nowhere, out the blue. That's what I find weird too. Is if you've already, if it's, I, I think if, also, Kabari, I do it, man. Soon. I'm getting mine soon. I'm going. They ain't finna get that shit. Theater. Oh, I'm watching this in theaters. I need to have, that open spoiler discussion is about to be 
blades. I'm yeah, he, he's gonna go see it with his girlfriend, uh, Lennon guys. Yeah. Oh, what? Because are are you are you free Saturday? Uh, I mean, I'm not doing nothing. We could do yeah. that Scream Six open spoiler discussion. I forgot we need we, we didn't do the Scream Six open spoiler discussion. I know Scream Six in the back of my hand. I motherfucking Scream Six came out ten years ago. Ten years ago, come on, like three weeks ago, probably. Maybe I think. Motherfucker, have you, let me, have you even watched him in lowest yet? What's that? Oh my gosh, this people said that's the worst season so far. For season what? Three. Yeah, I've, I've been hearing not so good things about. It, I'm being honest here. From where? From my sources. My, I got my sources. Shit. This is the best. This is this season been back to back fire. This is what these. This is what these. Uh, you know, TV shows in general these days been lacking back to back fire episodes up until your finale. They said they said it's going to end on a cliffhanger if it doesn't get uh, picked up. Oh, that's going to suck. Yeah, yeah. Superman and Lois potentially. I'm not going to spoil what's going on in this season, but some serious, like serious stuff has been brought up this season. I'm like, dang. I hope they're not going to end it like that and do something like that. Because that's crazy, man. Is no DC shows on CW after this year will be like an, a literal end of an era. <laughs> Kavari, mark my words. This movie is going to make more than Black Panther 1. But to be fair, you know, Black Panther 1 is an absolute solo film. This is a multiverse movie. You know, yes, it's focused on Barry Allen, but it is kind of a big ensemble team. It, it's like an Avengers Infinity War level movie, if I got to be honest with you. Not saying that's a bad thing. As long, but as long as Barry Allen is still leading the story, but Black Panthers was totally straight up a solo movie. You know, they have all these characters in it, but I think it's still going to make more than Black Panther one. That's what I think. I could be wrong. Yeah, because dude, without Superman and Lois, I mean, they could people had people keep saying that they're going to move it to HBO Max. I. I think people will just say some stuff and just believe it. There's no one. I mean, they might as well. Max, Max, HBO Max does help produce the show. You might as yeah. well put it on HBO Max. You think they're going to do it? It was, not, it was not just the CW, uh, you know, making that show. You can tell. You can tell from the way they connected the other stuff because mm-hmm. remember, originally it was connected to the Arrowverse. And then guess what? It wasn't even the same Superman from. The Arrowverse, it's a totally yeah. different Superman. It's so, yeah. It was made. It was made by it. CW does work on it, but Max is the hugest reason for the budget of the show. Why the show looks a certain way it does. It's not just CW, and All even right, Star Girl. Like I can't even give CW full credit for Star Girl. I give that first credit to the people that worked on it on the DC app. Yeah, people forget Stargirl first season was produced by the DC Universe right. when they try to have that going before HBO Max. Like, that was just a complete waste of time. Because then a year later, they had HBO Max. I was like, okay, this is just stupid. That's just... Dumb. I'll be honest with you. I, I think I think what the DC category can do in Max is like kind of like, you know, throw some comics in there for people to read. Not, not the whole catalog, but, you know... If you want to engage people more, yeah, add like a Kindle type of thing into your app. Mm-hmm. 
where people can read read books of uh like uh, the it can be a few but comics the comics of the dc properties that you know there was based on like whatever the catwoman movie is based on that shit wasn't yeah. based on nothing that catwoman movie that came out man, with epic cinema she was she wasn't even her name wasn't even selena kyle in the movie she was somebody else <laughs> she was patience phillips that's who yeah she was. I, I, the fact that you remember that oh my gosh why do you remember that I remember, as I told people, dude, I could. Why do you remember that her name is Patience Phillips, dude? Oh I'm telling you, man, God. my memory with movies is to a point where I can, I can, I, I know movies certain like I scene by scene, back in my hand. Like I, these characters, I remember Patience Phillips. That was her name, and I was like, all right, this is trash. Remember yeah, the I villain think, of movie makeup? Think, That's the villain of Catwoman makeup. That's I the villain you, of Catwoman. I think you might actually like the movie. It's so good. It's a, it's a quality piece, piece of cinema. If I'm being honest here. That soundtrack, fire. Okay. Of course, he likes the movie. Yeah, I knew it because I ain't because I've recently remembered her name was Patience Phillips, and I was on the stream. <laughs> I was on the stream. Yeah, I, I was, and I did not want to have to look that up and remember, but I did. <laughs> That's not even Selena Kyle. It's a race swapped Catwoman whose name is Patience Phillips. Why did they think? That was going to work. I don't know. I, I, I no, because I mean, it was to be fair, it was the early two thousands. They wasn't taking none of that shit serious, but they did they like really weren't. Yeah, I think they were just playing on the whole sex appeal. Because you know, mm-hmm. oh, Halle Berry's sexy. She can pull it, and she is. But I think they just wanted to play on the uh, the sex appeal. But I ain't gonna lie, she did look sexy in whatever that suit was. Yeah. Oh God. And mind uh, you, it was the early 2000s. It was. I remember having the DVD and seeing like the and going to like the, the interview stuff. All it was terrible too. You know what most of the interviews were on that DVD? All of them pointed back to Michelle Pfeiffer being the best catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically all of them just gassing up Michelle Pfeiffer, which is which is fine. She did a great job in that movie, but it's like Man, you know this movie sucks when every single person behind the scenes is like, Yeah, our movie definitely sucks. Where because I they start. They wanted to do a, a Catwoman verse. Why can't we restore the Catwoman verse? <laughs> restore the Catwoman verse. Oh, what was that hashtag of Zack Snyder's? Like, uh, uh, Zack's restore the Snyderverse. No, Snyderverse to OnlyFans. Sell Snyderverse to OnlyFans. Yeah. Sell Zack Snyder's Justice League to OnlyFans. Sell that peak fiction to OnlyFans, man. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, man. Justly two on OnlyFans. Some of you gonna be beating their dicks off to that. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Tongue out and shit when they when, you know when they about to bust. I'm about to bust. Oh. <laughs> Thank oh. you, Zach. It is. <laughs> Zach Gotar's like $50.99 for a subscription just to watch it. <laughs> Like yeah, if y'all want some more behind the scenes, uh, if y'all want some more behind the scenes clips of uh of of, of Gal Gadot doing the splits or Jason Momoa dropping his dick off, then uh, give me one hundred dollars. Oh, because people have been bringing up that if the Flash movie is good, because this one guy I forgot it was doing an interview about the Flash movie, and he basically brought up that everyone is gonna forget about Ezra Miller's controversy. And see the film, it's like I ain't gonna lie, man. I think some people did. 
I get some people will forget it, or they're not, or in the reviews, they won't mention it. In the reviews, they're not going to mention Ezra Miller's controversy. They're going to be like, Yeah, he was so great in the movie, he was so brave and and stunning. It's like, Oh, oh, go, God, Jesus Christ, I hate that. that. Brave and stunning. Whenever you hear that, you know you're about to get some trash. (laughs) I mean, I forgot all about his crimes. Oh, God, wait. Wasn't he a good guy? Didn't he go around giving money to homeless people, saving people? What? What are you talking about? Didn't he go around like eat, eat, eating out girls' booties and strip clubs? What guy are we talking about? Everybody. I don't know who you're talking about to answer your question. Ezra Miller? Oh. I mean, he swings both ways, so I fucks with it. He swings both ways. He just like me. Oh, Lord. Jeez, man. But yeah, guys, it's been great coming back. We're just talking chill for like another five, another like seven minutes, and then we're going to wrap it up here. So, yeah, most shows now don't have to hit a certain quota anymore. The only quota they have to hit is just basically over an hour, and that's just fine pretty much with me because I got to make up for not having put on an episode for my podcasting platforms in about a couple of weeks. So I know we have a big audience. I'm sorry, guys, that... I wasn't able to put anything out for you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I know you guys love the show, but you know, was it up to me? YouTube kind of knocked me down, and now it's time for me. Now it's time to just build this back up. We're gonna have a Nightmare Podcast episode later on tonight. Kid out will be on for that one with a, with some, with some other people. Then I went on Thursday with another person and Sean, and I think Chaz too, maybe. But no, there's gonna be another new person for Thursday. It's gonna be her first time on the show. And then we're going to have our show on Saturday, too. So there's going to be more than enough episodes coming out this week to kind of make up for not having episodes in two weeks. So that's why I wanted to make sure this episode was nice and long and meaty, just like my fat cock. So that way you guys just devour it, all you ladies who watch the show on the podcasting platforms. I know you guys love me. I wow. spit on this riz. <laughs> another woman for you to scare. Another woman, another woman to call you a criminal and uh, run from you. No, there's going to be a day uh, we try to help you out, and then you're going to be in jail, locked up, and then we're going to say, I'm going to happen. Well, you know, uh, I, I kind of, like, harassed this girl, but I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she's mad at me for harassing her. What did I do? I don't talk, I don't talk to girls. Girls are gross. I talk to dudes. Hot dudes. What the heck? Oh, kitty. I had to watch some of her videos. Okay, because I've I, I put a lot of this stuff, guys, on watch later. If any if any one of you guys in the in the, in the Discord have channels for your guys' videos, I usually watch them like on my watch later. I put them because sometimes when you guys drop stuff, like, I'm at work and I can't watch that shit. I gotta watch when I get home. So if I'm not there in the streams or whatever, it's not because I don't want to be. Just plug plug in your dang earphones. Don't like you guys. Don't like yeah, you guys. I'll plug in my earphones while I'm working. Uh, and guess oh. what? I'm getting work done. Kitty right, Kitty right now. Debates are for top G's like myself. That's how it works. All right, <laughs> stop lying to yourself, sir. Oh gosh, and what else has been going on? No, I I've been uh, just grabbing some more comic books because we're gonna be reviewing comic books actually too. I know you you did a stream about it with Nerdman. I was gonna start doing it too, like mangas and stuff like that. Um, we're gonna be doing. You know, guys, we have like movie projects. We review and watch all the movies in a, in a series. 
we're going to start doing that for anime too. It's going to happen at some point. I just don't know when. Because scheduling anime projects and movie projects is going to be pretty... It's just time-consuming. It's not that I don't want to do them. It's just time-consuming. So you have to figure out what is the best time to really do them. Are we going to do big animes first? I'm probably going to start with big animes everyone's already familiar with first. Because bigger ones are going to be longer to do. Plus, if you get them done, they're going to be out of the way. Or we could do, like, shorter ones first. It really doesn't matter. As long as we're just doing it in general, it's fine. Probably start with, like, Demon Slayer or just one random, like, small anime. It just in general, just to get our feet wet. But, you know, me as, as a top G like myself, yeah, everyone loves it. Oh, yes, a mid slayer. Mid slayer? What do you mean mid? You're watching hentai anime. What kind of you were being a degenerate? Hey, hentai, it's been some good. I need to get back into watching some hentai heroes, man. They got some good plots. Oh, also, Professor Dark. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know you told me. Oh, we listened to all time. Oh, awesome, man. Hopefully, I was able to be able to be a nice uh, second experience for you as you guys are watching live. And that's kind of the, the thing, too, is you know, uh, what? What's up, what's Chaz? Up? Oh, Chess. Oh, Chess is at work right now. What's up, Chess? How you doing, man? What do you mean? Hentai anime is degenerate. You are sick in the head. You are sick in the head. What is wrong with you and James watching that stuff? What is your not real dude? There's some harems out there with some good storytelling. I ain't finna, I ain't finna be like no, I ain't finna dick ride and say, yeah, them harem and like some of them got some trash plies. That shit. <laughs> you don't you don't watch that stuff for the ply. There's some with some good story. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, bro. I don't know what's wrong with these Japanese people. Do they got a rape fetish? Have you noticed? In, well, you don't watch it like that. But I noticed in all most of the most of the hentai's I've seen, all the the girls is always getting raped by some random freaking dude. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the Japanese got some rape fetish. I'm not bothered by it, but it's just dang. Why y'all got so much uh hentai? These girls getting raped. <laughs> what's wrong with y'all? Yeah, they, like, hey. I don't watch no hentai anime for no plot. No, what? Well, you, what? Y'all, y'all watching this shit the wrong way. Oh, God. Jeez. Mm. Okay, give me one second. Every time out there with some interesting stories, man, you know, you just gotta give that sh- give it a chance. Interesting about brothers and sisters having sex? What is wrong with you? And guys, I love anime. Anime is absolutely amazing. Dude, you know, I was trying to explain to Carla, Lennon's sister, about because she said we were talking about the superheroes and all that stuff, right? And it took me like 20 minutes more plus to explain to her what this stuff really is because she's a real casual. And she says, and I'm getting to anime, and I explained how much easier it is to get into anime than it's like superheroes. Because with yeah. Goku, there's just one Goku, right? The Goku you see in Dragon Ball is just that same Goku. He's gone through trials, right? He's gone through character development, stuff like that. But for us, it's Goku. It's, it, even in Dragon Ball Super, it's yeah, that's the same Goku. The only thing, the only difference really is, obviously for Dragon Ball, you have a, you have a Dragon Ball GT, which is you say non-canon or whatever. But for the, but even the GT, that's still, that's a different, that's a different version of Goku. But that's like the same Goku essentially, right? I mean, but, I straight up Goku from a different multiverse. <laughs> oh, well, it was originally. Kind of supposed to be canon, and then a character. I'm gonna say, Yeah, uh, this was received poorly. Uh, let's not do nothing with it further. 
Yeah, because with Naruto and all in, in any anime, it's gonna be like easier to get into just from a casual point of view. There's not 80 versions of Naruto. There's not 80 versions of Superman. There's not 80 yeah. versions of Daredevil. You know, like uh, I mean, Superman got a bunch, but I think I think people take it too 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 far with the Superman stuff because like. I think people take, in general, the comic book fans too, take too much of the uh, even the Elseworld stuff into consideration of like different, like I, I, you know, you could there's lots of those Elseworld versions of things, but like that stuff's Elseworld for a reason, mm-hmm. you know. And they when they focus on the mainline stuff, they use try to keep the character as consistent as possible to what they always been. And I think with comic fans. They'll factor in like, oh, well, you got the Spider-Man from this different multiverse, so blah blah blah. Spider-Man this, Spider-Man that, or you got the dinosaur Spider-Man, so you know he's also Spider-Man too. Blah 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 blah. And it's like, me is different. I, I don't fuck with one Spider-Man, but it's like, all right, y'all taking this multiverse shit too far. Mm-hmm. That's like the multiverse, man. That sh- that should be that shit is so engage. That shit is so interesting, but also a detriment to this stuff. It's yeah. just, imagine, just imagine if I'm watching Attack on Titan, that Attack on Titan had like 10 different versions of the main character, and then we do get an Attack on Titan movie, and people are arguing about what, what, who is the character of Aaron Yeager. Like, people really arguing over what this character is when it should be clear cut how the character should be or act and all that. That's why with superhero stuff, you can get away. They can get away with that because anybody can come and say, well, my version of the character do this, like, but that's no. also going to be really confusing in the long term, you know? Because when you tell someone there's like all these different versions, they're like, and you, you say, okay, though, right. this, this, this matters, this don't, but like, well, what do you mean doesn't count? It's like this is just a one-off thing. It's so hard to explain to people. I've I've did it to people, not not just Lennon's sister, but I did this in the past too. It's hard. It really is trying to. It's like invincible. This stuff is good, right? What I usually do is all I this, say all this, all this comic shit confusing because you know Mar- Marvel had their little Ultimate Universe, the six one six, and DC had their reboots. It's like it just re- recently. It's like what the fuck is the main canon at this point? You had like, all these different ages of comic books: Bronze, Silver, Iron Age. Then you had DC going through pr- post crisis, New Fifty Two, Rebirth. Then now you have. Then they had that big, big multiversal event. Now it's just Dawn of DC. It's just like, wait, didn't you just reboot? But this is not a reboot. It's, it's just confusing for people. If I, you say it to people, they're gonna go, "What?" Yeah, they're gonna be like just blown away. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Whereas if I if I said, "Hey, you want to start with Naruto?" So you start right here, and that's it. That's where you start. You know, uh, it's not about saying one is better than the other. This is just easier for someone to just get the concept of what's going on. What I usually always say sometimes is just if you kind of want to get into it, you just kind of do and you kind of navigate your way through. But navigating your way through all this stuff is just actually ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's like uh, it's, it's like with video games at some point. Uh, yeah. Prime example, Sonic, Mario and Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Those games probably have the messiest continuity because it's some of them was built off of like not really sticking with the continuity because they want to do like different variety types of games like racing games uh you know different types of varieties and different things so they had to stray away from continuity to do so but then when i look at it in the grand scheme of things like what is the mario continuity Mm -hmm. 
Like, Unless they're pulling from their from their own source material, like their own comic books and stuff, yeah. which they have. They have their own stuff. But I'd imagine the games don't be. I'm not saying the games aren't faithful, but I imagine not all of them are. Yeah, all the all the yeah. canon uh, to each other. Some, I think a lot of them are in canon. It's just random, like one off games. Some yeah. are canon, some aren't. They kind of pretend to acknowledge history, but really don't. Let's just you know, just got to deal with it. Oh, good lord! Well, anything else you want to say, man? Before we uh, gotta head out. Actually, nah, I'm all Gucci. Uh, Chaz, do you want me to lick your butt after the stream? You know. But yeah, guys, I'm gonna be uh watching a bit more anime. I gotta catch up on Superman and Lois season three. We're gonna have a, have a discussion about that when I catch up on that. It should be. I don't know how many episodes in. I think I, people said it's on episode ten, season on three. Episode- Eight. Eight? Okay, so the these seasons peak out of like 15 episodes, so that, that's not going to be that much to catch up on at all, honestly, if I have the time, because right now I'm currently having sex with my wife, currently getting money, currently being a top G, you know? But, um, yeah, it's going to kind of wrap it up for today. We'll, we'll be back live later on tonight. Uh, I got a watch party for Hobbs and Shaw, because I got to finish up my Fast and the Furious movie reviews, and I'm going to start putting them out. I already saw Fast X. I already reviewed that. No. I have to review that, but I, I can review it in all this anyway because I remember the whole movie anyway because it was pure cinema, pure unfiltered cinema. If Vin Diesel goes Ultra Instinct next movie, I'm about to just get up and give a standing ovation to these movies. Man, the quality of Fast and Furious movies just keeps on giving. I'll, I'll say this right now. If you guys liked Avengers Infinity War, if you did, this Fast X is like Infinity War for Fast and Furious. I'm not kidding. I'll just say this. Uh, I'm not going to watch the movie, but I've seen the scene on TikTok where uh, <laughs> Brian's son was fucking driving a car and it did a jump. <laughs> you don't see what I'm talking about. I was like, hey, no fucking way that little fucker drove that car like that. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, no fucking way he just did all that. I'm, I'm not saying he can't. You can learn how to drive at the age. Most people learn that young anyways. But all that stuff he was doing, the tricks and stuff, he can barely see over the dashboard and he doing all that stuff. How? <laughs> barely like, see over the dashboard. He's too short. If people thought that Vin Diesel latching on to a broken bridge rail was crazy, oh, it's a... Uh, there's something very similar like that in Fast X, and it's even more ridiculous. Now, I'll say this though. Fast X isn't as ridiculous as Fast 9. It's kind of toned a little bit down compared to Fast 9. I think Fast 9 is the most crazy out of all of them because they, they literally went to space. Fast X is more akin to Fast 5, Fast Furious 6, Furious 7. It's, it's, it's in like that lane. It, it, it's, it peaks as high as Furious 7, but the craziness isn't as over the top as like fast nine i'll say that you know they do it, it, it it's settled in some areas you know but it's not as crazy as fast nine is what i'm trying to say there's, it, there's they're not really gonna peak as that as high as that that's just ridiculous going to space and the way they did it was just so stupid oh lord Facts, they, they, they didn't they need to make bow wow the main character of these movies man they don't because tokyo drift fucking sucks i just rewatched the movie that tokyo movie drift is dog tight. crap that movie it's better than these new movies. 
What? Tokyo Drift yeah, wow, is wow. terrible. Rewatch that movie, dude. That movie sucks. Oh, it doesn't. What are you talking about? I rewatched it for the. It is not the, that. Yeah, it's not bad. even bad. You're, you're just. But you like this fast X bullshit? Fucking fast X is quality cinema. What are you talking about? Oh my god, you you guys be all like, man, why are these Fast and Furious movies doing this nonsense? Then Tokyo Drift. That does less of the nonsense that y'all supposedly hate. I don't hate the nonsense. I actually love the over the topness. That shit is. But all the people that hate the over the topness, bashing um, Tokyo Drift for Dude, being. Dude, you a know a movie sucks when race. someone says, that movie has more racing in it than. Uh, That's why you know the movie sucks. The past movie. People are like, oh, it's grounded in it's for none of these movies are realistic or grounded ever. None of these movies are realistic. But compared to the first three, that. Those first three, compared to the first three, those <laughs> these that's how you know, dude. That's how you know, movie sucks. All the people, the only thing good people mention at Tokyo Trades is, is the racing scenes, and they're good. The, I bring that up in, in my review. The racing, yeah, great. this movie is about these racing and no doing one, criminal people activity. Don't even know the main character's name, people don't know the villain's name, people don't know what the movie's even about. It's yeah, just a villain, white guy the, going the to Japan. Is DK, man, don't don't disrespect DK. You mean Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong, that's Dick King. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? DK Donkey Kong. That oh, shit was tight, bro. Sean, no, Sean was a Sean Black who played a uh, Sean in the movie. Or forgot his. Yeah, he's terrible, dude. He stunk. Nah, man, he, he's tight, man. Oh lord, country boy coming to a uh, country boy coming to Tokyo. I know y'all like the race cars. <laughs> it's terrible. You know it's bad. <laughs> God, that would be terrible. I love it. Yeah, this, after, I love it. I love how people go after Tokyo Drift when I stopped watching. <sighs> that, that's sad because they actually, I think the series peaks at, after that, I think the series peaks like number six. People forget how good Fast and Furious 6 really is. I, I, I remember making sure to rewatch all of them. Oh my God. They could have ended at six and been fine. Six had a really good ending too. Fast Five, Six, and Seven had perfect endings for the franchise. But you know, the franchise. See, Vin Diesel needs money. to go back. Oh, Vin Diesel needs to go back to dipping into his movies like freaking um, what's that film? Mm-hmm. Uh, Riddick. Like he, he doing all these fast movies. Yeah, he, he could be building up his Riddick movies and doing something with that. Yeah, man, dude. I, rewatching Fast and Furious Six, I forgot how good it was. I already, I already loved it, but rewatching it, that movie is mm, that's cinema right there. That shit is freaking definitely so. Fast Five and Fast Six, those are my favorite two, right there. Those are my top two movies. God, those are so good. Furious Seven, mm, I reviewed it again. It's it's got some stuff in there that's good, but I think there's a lot in that people just kind of forget and kind of forget because it's the it's kind of like the send off for Paul Walker. Um, I mean, for your sending, if your seven was a good ending too, you could end it there. But I, it, it's just for me, like it, this, I can't watch the movies without Brian. Not saying Brian is my favorite character, but the whole dynamic is just weird. Oh, you, got, you know what I didn't like about the franchise afterward because I think you brought it up too. The way, because even in Fast X, they do this too, where they're like, "Yeah, Brian is with the kids and he's safe." There's no way on this planet Brian would ever live in a world where Dominic goes rogue in the fate of the Furious and he doesn't help. That just doesn't exist, guys. I know people yeah. said he retired. 
That's no, no, he would never do that. that. We know he would never do that. Why would he let Mia go? Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. Why is he babysitting? Not saying Mia needs to stay at home and shit. Oh, she needs to. She's a woman. She needs to be at home cooking and cleaning no. like she should. <laughs> but you, but you see, my it's like, okay, mm-hmm. he, he would go too. If if, if they're both on some death defying adventure, he's not going to let his wife go by herself. Mm-hmm. Why would he do that? Doesn't doesn't make any sense, you know? No, just that's, that's, the, that's the only thing. I get it. He died, mm-hmm. but. It just hurts so much continuity because it doesn't make any sense. You're telling me, like, to me, Brian's just a bad husband at this point. You letting your wife go do all this up by yeah, herself? Yeah, to me, they're actually um, tarnishing Brian's name in these movies doing this. Right. You know? Because they keep having him in this aspect of, yeah, he's just, with, with the kids, he's keeping, he's just not a part of this. Like, he would never do that, though. It's not, what? In Fast X, Mia's like, Brian's has the kids. He's safe. He's going to lay low. It's, but Dominic's wanted again. Like, oh, Lord. That's why That's why sometimes I kind of prefer if they just killed him off in the movies, too. Because having him as this, like, weird non-factor factor, it, uh-uh. it's just, mm-mm. can't do it, man. It's just so stupid. Like, I just I just can't do it. Dominic going rogue in the first, in, Fast, in Fate of the Furious. He's not a part of that. That's stupid. Fast 9, Dom's going through all the stuff with his brother. You tell me that he's not going to be a part of that? Fast X, it's like, come on. it's They have to stop doing that shit. You know? I, I, I'd imagine for Fast X 2, they're going to maybe do something with that. But, you know, Vince said they're going to probably do like a three. The, he said the studio asked him to do a three-parter. I don't know if that's going to be true. They might just end it at Fast X 2, which would be the 12th movie in the franchise holy crap that's crazy i was sitting there thinking when i was watching fast x in the theaters i was thinking going damn we're really 11 movies into this we're 11 movies into or no 10 movies no yeah 10 yeah we're 11 movies in with fast x yeah and we and we know you love the fact that we you want you want you want to have a 15 i want more i love them all i feel this is a guilty a guilty pleasure franchise and i absolutely love the over the topness i love every bit of it now obviously i'm gonna call out all the stupid shit they do the stupid shit but you know see that's why you don't deserve a franchise man <laughs> that's why you don't deserve it. people like you don't deserve good content they oh. deserve they deserve bad content what do you mean i need my minions movies can i get a minions three illumination i need that minions three you, de- you deserve the same thing <laughs> That that has you deserve the same fate as the jaded fanboy. You deserve to only hate stuff and not actually love it based off yeah. all the stuff that you keep on freaking fast and furious, man. That shit poisoned your mind, man. <laughs> but dude, one one at, the, at one point, Dominic's gonna go Super Saiyan, and, and you're gonna miss the movie, man. Oh, he already did. He already did when he uh, slammed down that parking lot. My this this LA, the street always wins. <laughs> that is the funniest I've ever heard. <laughs> the streets always win. Oh God. Oh geez. And so someone's probably gonna ask before we head out, Brie Larson. Yeah, Brie Larson, she's uh she's actually not bad in Fast X. I think that was one of her more better performances, honestly. She won spouting that female nonsense she'd been speaking about in her personal life. She knows Vin Diesel's not going to want that. 
she knew when she was on set, if she starts speaking about that feminist left-wing nonsense, he would kick her off. She was, you could tell she was, mm -mm, you don't play like that around Vin Diesel. She was pretty okay. She was fine in Fast X. Fast, she was better in Fast X than she was in Kong Skull Island. A lot of people liked Captain, I don't know what about Captain Marvel was good to people. That movie's really not that good. It's pretty bad. Her performance in the movie is also pretty bad. She was much better in Kong Skull Island for some reason. You know, she just kind of exists there. People try to gas up Kong as if, like, he was about to beat Godzilla. Guys, Kong lost to fire in his movie. Fire. That, uh, that, that concept for Godzilla, the new empire, is interesting. Oh. Uh, it, was, it was rumored that, uh, so, you know, the ape we see in the, um, the trailer? Yeah. So, it's rumored that he's supposed to be a, um, so... He's supposed to be a intelligent one, like really intelligent, ancient, imprisoned down there. And um, what he did was he ignited the war between the two mm -hmm. to get to to for power. And basically, he's like a kaiju handler. So he tamed a kaiju that's strong enough to, you know, fight both species and tame it. The only issue I have with uh, so it's a chance of movie. It might it might be a creature that. You know, you know what we're gonna do? We're, I'm gonna do a watch party for all the movies again. I know I've watched all of them, but I'll, I I can rewatch them. I never got a chance to review them because I I'll say this though: people give flack to that first Godzilla one in 2014. That that was my first Godzilla movie. I thought that was the best one they've ever put out. If I'm being honest here, that was like the most. I don't, I don't hate it. I just have minor issues like them killing Brian Cranston's character. Good character. Yeah, that 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 was stupid. I think they killed him off too quickly. And I, I I can agree with the sentiment. It does take a little long to get to Godzilla, but if you got to factor in, this is the this is the first time we've seen Godzilla on screen for a long time, like a long time. So you gotta get new. You gotta get the. I don't know how to explain it. It's like you gotta take time building to him. That's what I'm trying to say. But I can understand it took a little too long. Oh Lord, but I, that that first. Godzilla movie back in 2014? I liked it. I know it's not the first one. That's the other ones. But my first Godzilla movie was that one. I thought it was pretty solid. Overall, it was pretty... That I take that over what they did in King of the Monsters and Kong Skull Island, you know? King of the Monsters, outside of like the action scenes, is really forgettable. You know? Like, that King of the Monsters movie, like, if you try to remember what goes on, you're going to have a hard time. That movie is bad. Like, it's really bad. It's literally, it's so dark. It's so bad. I yesterday I I tried to go back and try to remember what I liked about. It. I was like, I like the ending. I like when he first tried to fight Ghidorah. That's pretty much it. Everything else is pretty bad. Costco Island. I was trying to remember what do I like about this. I like. I was like, there's nothing that I like about this movie. Honestly, I thought of like Samuel Jackson. That's what I liked about Costco Island. Godzilla versus Kong. I felt like it was. Oh, I feel like it was, it was solid enough, but those human interactions kind of weighed it down overall. Other than that, I think oh, it was uh, John C. Riley's character was good too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the comedian. I mean, I agree. Yeah, it was only him, Samuel Jackson, John C. Riley, and the uh, that that chubby white dude with the beard. That oh, was yeah. a great, that was the scientist. Yeah. It was the best characters in the movie, and sure. Kong to a degree. He was just yeah. kind of weak, but. It felt like the action scenes were lacking with Kong. Maybe maybe that's because the budget and the CGI or the directing for that movie. Because I felt like I feel like it wasn't. 
Like, remember when we seen King Kong and they kind of showed like the Kong, the world of Skull Island? Yeah, the Skull Island. That movie didn't feel as ambitious. Like the, when they showed the wildlife, like the the amount of wildlife that got cut, they're supposed to have like a giant like spirit tiger. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's supposed to be some type of spirit thing, but it was a giant tiger. They cut so much of the wildlife out the movie, which not saying that's going to I, I might automatically give you a good movie, but they didn't really dive into the world mm-hmm. too much like I wanted them to. Also, a, a lot of the characters were just a lot of the characters were just bland and not good. A lot of their crew was terribly written. A lot of the movies is really forgettable. Loki, uh, for Tom Hiddleston's character, like he's just he just exists in the movie for just like no reason. Like he doesn't really do anything. He doesn't really provide anything. You know, like what does he really do? Brie Larson's character was there just to take pictures and just exist for whatever reason. <laughs> There's a oh my god, they they had this is what they had Tom Hiddleston work out for. Remember <laughs> that scene when they're running through the gas, the toxic oh, gas, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's a slow motion shower where they're like kind of like looks like 300 when he's like <sighs> I'm like, sit your fucking ass down. Get this bullshit out of here. Casey Kong. I not come to see Loki try to look cool and do some uh bullshit over there slow such fucking shit. Oh, Remember that scene where the guy just offed himself for no reason? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, when he uh when the uh he tried to he he wanted the thing to eat him and then it kicked him. <laughs> that was funny. Oh. That was All right, guys. Funny. It's eleven o'clock now. I gotta go do something else really quickly. I gotta start editing some of my other videos. But yeah, guys, we'll be back later on tonight. I got my Hobbs and Shaw watch party later on today. Nightwing podcast later on at 8 p.m. PST. And we're going to have a much more bigger layer of people on there. I guess before, Tuesdays on my days off, me and Kata will be doing this, um, you know, around 8 p.m. PST. And it's obviously, it's more episodes, it's just more Nightwing podcast episodes for you guys. And make sure if you guys are watching and listening to the Nightwing podcast, you can consume this show and enjoy it on all your podcasting platforms. Uh, we are on Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Music, Anchor, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Radio Public. And yes, you can watch live on YouTube, and you can watch the VOD on Twitch as well. And yeah, like I said before, changes are happening. Remember, as I mentioned last night in my Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast with Chaz, um, I can't do game streams anymore here until about August, actually. No more game streams here until August. Until you, you know, my probation period is over. Why don't you do it on your C9 channel where you talk about gaming? Oh, <laughs> uh, Lord. Because there's really no viewership there for Twitch, honestly. Like, just getting the average viewers there. I'm pretty sure you figured this out. It's really hard to get people to watch you on Twitch. Like, it's really hard. I, I try That's so why, hard. That's why at times I just dropped streaming on Twitch. I can care less. Like, I'll do game streams. I'm only going to do game streams on there until the strikes are gone, and I'll just put the game streams back here because they're really – I know people say, we just got to just do it over time. You said build it up. I understand all that, but it's just so, so hard. Like, it's just so hard to the point where it's really not worth it. I know my Michael asked me, why didn't I do podcasts like this on there on Twitch when I was suspended? And it's like, but it's not, it's not worth it. People just – people aren't going to watch there. I'm not gonna watch this shit there. They want to watch it here. You, like YouTube is so- yeah, because it's the it's the algorithm on Twitch is so different. Like, hey, 
you know, unless like you in on YouTube, it's easy to tell like, okay, which category is going to get you the right spot? Entertainment going to keep you entertaining. Yeah. Gaming, if you have a video in gaming that's not meant for gaming, then you're kind of screwed. But even if you are gaming and you put it in the gaming category, yeah. it's not going to get that many views. But if you put it in the entertainment category, it's going to get more views. Yeah. But it's it's a uh, like if you shit. have things like on just chat because on StreamYard, if you set up a Twitch stream, this is what StreamYard needs to improve on. They need to have more sections, right? At least the popular games on um Twitch, right? Because on StreamYard, when you set up a stream, if I don't actively go into my Twitch settings in my videos and streams and change it, it just keeps being just chatting. Now, just chatting is fine if you're just doing like stuff like this, right? That's fine. But if you're doing a game stream, it literally auto defaults it back to just chatting VO through StreamYards. Now I know it's different if you do on OBS, but I can't really work Twitch through OBS right now. So yeah, I have to go back and manually type in this is for Yu-Gi-Oh! This is for League of Legends, all that stuff. And it's just like, dude, it's just uh Twitch is worthless when it comes to getting people to watch and engage with you. Uh Twitch is pretty much Twitch works like this. If you did it at the very beginning or somewhere near the middle of Twitch's growth you probably have a good amount of viewers set right now is i would argue not worth it that's why with the rumble stuff like people hopping on rumble now and yeah like rumble right it's all the people getting on it now it's not that you cannot have a feature on rumble you can but all the people right now all the people jumping into rumble now they're gonna have a big audience later Mm -hmm. this is like youtube like you had all the youtubers like that's why I kind of low-key wish, you know, but mind you, we was kids and stuff, and we, you know, most of our parents wasn't wouldn't buy us the equipment we needed. Mm-hmm. It was a different time back in 2012 and mm-hmm. 05 and all that. But just imagine if like we started YouTube around like the early stages. Oh, yeah. We right. Not saying we would have been like that. We would at least have 10,000 subs. I know by the way the YouTube algorithm worked the way I knew it. Yeah. Back when I first started, if I did it back then, I'd have like 10,000 subs. I'm not even capping. But the people who got into it early, that's why, you know, some people get in early, they they end up, you know, winning on the platform because they just, they, 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 they saw an opportunity, they took it, and you're trying to come hop on it later. Unless you're doing something really innovative and different. Right, yeah. You know, you're kind of stuck. <sighs> Lord, man, it's, uh, yeah, Twitch is. I, I, and this thing is, Twitch is more forgiving on you than YouTube. Like, on Twitch, you don't get copyright claims unless you do certain things or strikes. I, Twitch is actually technically treated me a bit better than YouTube in certain aspects, but the discoverability of Twitch is just not there, you know? Because the average, because people need you to understand this. This is something that I'll be going over later on tonight is live streams are way harder to get into than regular videos. Because keep in mind, what is a live stream? It's a very long form of content where you're interacting with the viewer. Now, the idea of it is fine, but it's much more easier to get people attracted to a 10-minute video than a two-hour-plus live stream. It just is. It's gonna be, There's a way easier barrier to entry on a 10-minute video you're going to do than compared to a live stream. That's There's a reason why we have people watching me right now and us doing this on here than more people on Twitch. It just is. I mean... And that's why I said to Michael, because he goes by a different name on, on Twitch, it's worthless doing shows like this on Twitch. Just purely there first. It's completely worthless. Nobody's interested. Nobody watches it on 
And people are going to be like, oh, you got to just – no, it's just not – it's not worth it. It's literally not worth it. It's pathetic to do, and it's a waste of my time. Now, if I did it with YouTube and this – Yeah, like Twitch, really I can agree. Twitch, I can agree on. YouTube, you know, sometimes, you know, just don't give up on it. But Twitch, I, I, I'm there with you. If somebody want to give up on that Twitch shit, I don't blame you because, like I said, I, I don't understand the tw- – and I don't really care about Twitch that much. I'm barely on it, so I'm not going to be that invested because, you know, I prefer YouTube more. But – I can care less about that uh, Twitch shit. I don't really want to invest in the platform. I barely use anyways myself. Yeah, like if you like live streams, this thing people that watch live streams usually just click on them, put the tab in the background, and they just kind of listen to them. That's what most people do. I do the same thing myself. You know, that's what well, I do. Fine, at least they still listening. Yeah, like you're still gonna get watch time, it's still gonna get views, but yeah. if you're trying to get that live experience and you're trying to do it on Twitch, I wouldn't. I really well, wouldn't. that's why it look, it depends. If you look at I'm not saying you need to do this, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to do this because I really don't. Uh, maybe someday, I don't know, but look at uh, Kai Sinat, he hosted that 30 day marathon stream where he, he invited Barack Obama to <laughs> so funny. He invited Martin Luther King, Barack Obama. <laughs> that was the funniest shit. But he invited fucking Martin Luther King to his stream, man. That was beautiful. Martin Luther King. That was a beautiful day in society, man. Remember that Boondocks episode when Dr. King came back to life? Well, he woke up from his coma. Very PC and still entertaining. Oh, Lord. Right. Yeah. Oh, Lord, man. Like, and, and I would say it's not me doubting it or myself. Sure. It's just, you just got to be realistic, man. If people just aren't interested, you just got to just go where the interest is. That's just all it is. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Jeez. Man, I remember that. Good. Yeah. This man really invited Martin Luther King to a stream. Man, it's nuts. Hey, oh, man. The, the person out, the, the, just like a reflection. So uncanny. You can't tell the difference. Deep blue sea. I'm just uh, updating the tags for the stream coming up later on. I think it's, this is tonight's stream coming up, I think. But yeah, guys, if you guys want, want to send me like all your money, uh, please do that. Please do that. Because I, I need all your money, like, right now. Uh, Someone said, apparently, no one outside of WB has seen a final version of The Flash. Oh. Ooh, wow. That's good. That's actually pretty good. But That's I do like... Shocking. I don't think I... Don't think I, I haven't seen a movie like it. Because usually, you know, early screenings, they show a full movie. But I'm kind of shocked that nobody's seen the final version. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys later on tonight. Like I said before, going to be catching up on Nightwing podcast episodes that I couldn't put out for you guys. Uh, if you guys are listening on the podcasting platforms, uh, you know, uh, thank you guys for listening to that. If you guys, oh, also, if you're listening on the podcasting platforms, I know Chaz wanted me to mention this to you guys, which is uh, go back and view the older episodes. You know, we have 200 plus episodes there. Make sure to go back and view the episodes that you probably missed out on. Just in case this ever happens again, 
I'll make sure it doesn't. But if anything bad happens, go back and uh, listen and watch the episodes that, you know, you haven't listened to or watch. And remember, we're on all podcasting platforms, except for like Apple Podcasts, which I hope to be on uh, one day pretty soon. Uh, remember, guys, watching and listening to the show, uh, remember to hear my sexy voice and uh, make sure to keep your girls away from me because I will take them, right? Yeah, sure. All right. See you guys later. Peace.